everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with T-Rex. What up? And we have the beautiful... First ever Ultimate Fighter Women's <laughs> Champion, Juliana Pena's with us in studio. Hi. How's she's it so going? Funny. When you're introducing her, she's waving like people can see her. They can. <laughs> we're, we're on video now. They oh, that's actually, right. I they forgot. actually can see her. Okay. Uh, she was waving at the microphone, though. Yes. Yeah, so, well, you know. <laughs> Hi, guys. It happens. Um, <laughs> what's so, going on? What's going on? Thank you for coming to our show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's an honor having you. You look beautiful, as it's always. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. That's the whole, whole show. An hour and a half of me telling her how hot she is. That's going to be the whole. She's totally amazing. You don't need balls. to do that. You don't need to do that. Uh, but I had a good week. Um, I just came back. I had yesterday. I had a big audition that uh, Juliana helped me out with um, nice. uh, for Tremors Five. Uh, I didn't even know there was a two, three, and four. But I didn't either. Me, That's me, funny. But uh, I went out for five, and then uh, it was a, a great script. Uh, hopefully, I'll get it. And, who's, uh, in, who's in that? Is that is uh, Kevin Bacon in that? One? Kevin Bacon's not in this one. Um, is uh, Michael Michael J. Fox in this? Michael, one? no, but the. the, the, the <laughs> Father from uh, the father from Family Ties is like no, the star. No, he's not. Yeah, he's 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 been in all of them. He's in the whole franchise. Tell me you're lying. Swear to God, swear to God. What's that dude's name? Uh, we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna research it, uh, but we'll get back. But yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> but I had that, and then I had a Disney audition last night for for uh, for uh, Sum Sums. Uh, it's this new like uh, cartoon infomercial. It's like a fake infomercial. It's been a it's been a good week. I did it, nice. and. Uh, I had a show in Temecula. This is actually a funny story. I was so pissed I didn't record this because I'm on stage and there's an Asian guy to the right who I said reminded me from the kid from the Goonies and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, and there's this girl in the front that had the biggest boobs I've, I've seen in a long time. Right. So I go to her. I'm like, wow, your you're, you're, you're tits are huge, you know? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, what size? She's like, oh, they're Fs. So then I go, Fs for fuck, you know? And, right. then I go, and then I go to the Asian guy. I'm like, man, you should hook up with her. It'd be the only Fs you ever get. And, uh, which destroyed right. and I'm like fuck why did I not have that on? like oh That's man funny as hell. so I was so pissed I didn't uh, it was, that was a highlight of the week but also uh, a crazy night so I last Thursday I, I do a show for Fox I have a new show on Fox that I did a new stand up comedy show nice. called uh, called Laughs hosted by Steve Hofstetter who's uh, an, an old friend of mine yeah. and I'm having a good night um, and comedy I, soapbox yeah and I go home right with my I have a dog you know I, I go home to walk the dog and I ended up uh, I walk the dog out and for somebody when I come home I have my keys but my my door is jammed like I can't open it uh, for some reason it's, it locks somehow it locks from the inside so I had to call a locksmith because the key wasn't working. Locksmith comes over, this Israeli guy, tries everything he can. He can't do it. I'm like, so then I'm like, what do I do? The landlord won't come out. It's five o'clock in the morning, right? So I had to call the police, right? The police send over, they send over three fire trucks and like, I swear to God, and six police cars and uh, to get me into my own place. They had to like use a ladder to come up. And of course the cops like, oh, were you drinking? Blah, blah, blah. Let me see your hands where I can see you. Go stand over there. I'm like, I just want to get in my apartment. He goes, how do I know this is your place? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call the cops to break into my own place. That's I'm the, I'm the dumbest robber in the history of robbery. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> robber. So so that was uh, what was wrong? Why, why I don't know. Robber. I, I don't why know. Was Georgian. <laughs> I'm a, yo, burglar. Yeah. What a black mask. Yeah. Like. <laughs> what? Oh black, whatever. A robber. That's what you're gonna jump on. Not the fact that I had to get a fucking fire truck to get into my own apartment. I was a robber. I don't know. The, the, the cop and robber. You never played that as a kid. So I'm a I'm dumb. Whatever. Okay. Shut up, dude. All right. <laughs> 
Seriously though, why was your door jammed? I don't know. It just jammed. It, 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 something happened, and, and like I the, the key wouldn't turn. The or? key wouldn't turn, and it, it just it bolted in, and I, and then I had to. Uh, it was one of those things. My computer broke that day, and I yeah, it was just one of those. Oh, it no, was so annoying. No, we started off the week was good. Was the week good. was good, but that was uh, that was I had the uh, I'm a terrible so, robber. So you're you're lucky though, because what? had that been me, like trying to get my, into my own house. The cops would have showed up and beat the shit out. Of me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, Especially but then in I, my neighborhood. I, I just started talking to people about MMA, the cops. The, the, the firemen were cool. The, the cops were kind of jerks. <laughs> I got to say. Not all cops jerks. Some of them are okay. But Most of them just, are dicks, though. Uh, so anyway. So, Juliana, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm fabulous. How are you? Good. I, so <laughs> so you're, you're in town for why you're in town? Uh, I came and had my follow-up appointment with my doctor here in L.A. Nice. Now, yes. how's that going? How's your how's your recovery going? How's uh, recovery is going good. I'm still in physical therapy four days a week, and uh, I'm just doing everything on my end to just make sure that I come back strong. And um, yeah. I'm now, just... is it killing you? Not because I know that you're a very aggressive girl. Mm-hmm. I remember that uh, one time I was talking about you with fighting, and you're like, "Man, I'll win whatever it takes. I'll stab a bitch." Yeah. And, and, which <laughs> I, I think you were kidding. I don't think you're really gonna stab a bitch. I don't think bitch. she's kidding. No, no, no. Whatever it takes. What, whatever it takes to win. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, to the people don't know, I went out with Juliana one time uh, <laughs> as friends because uh, uh, she, she wants it that way. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so, so we go out to porn star karaoke because mm-hmm. she's in LA. I'm like, I'll take it to porn star karaoke. It'll be fun. And her and her friend were there. And they signed up for the Brandy song, The Boy Is Mine. <laughs> and they were fighting over who gets to be Brandy and who gets oh to be Monica. God. Like, they were actually, like, it was like, and then I was, she, she got to be Brandy. And I was like, I can't. And then she goes, The Boy Is Mine. I told you that I always win. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this is the most competitive girl I've ever met in my entire life. And for her to say that she, like, we were talking before the show started, she said she hasn't worked out in eight months. She's ripped. No, yeah. I'm not ripped, and it's not true. I have worked out, but I just, oh, okay. I can't, I like, say, I haven't no been way. able to roll and spar and stuff like that. But um, I got some good news from the doc, and I'm cleared to train, and uh, yeah. yeah, I'm so stoked. I'm so happy. So now you can, so now you can start rolling again? and I can start rolling. I can start sparring. I can start hitting mitts and stuff like that. I've already been hitting mitts a little bit, and I, I rolled a couple times on my own just to see where I was at, and I was good. And so I went to the doctor yesterday, and he cleared me, and uh, so we're, we're looking good. You seem a lot happier. Remember when I talked to you after oh, the thing, oh, you were kind of in oh, a, yeah, no. you were depressed, and oh, you said that so you were. so depressed. I so, like, wanted to, like, oh, my gosh, I won't even say it. But I was—it was in a bad way, and um, you were in like a really dark place. Uh, extremely, and now I'm just like on top of the world. I feel great. Knee feels strong, um, and you know I have been doing things on the side where I'm like, you know, I still got it, you know, and I haven't lost. Like what? No, I mean like I, I was rolling a couple times, caught some submissions, and I was like, mm, still got it, you know. Got so um, I'm just excited to to make a comeback, and I know that uh, it's only going to be a matter of time. The doc says I'm way ahead of schedule, and so that's all I need to know. Well, I already knew that personally, but when he tells me that, I'm like, gives you the extra confidence, you know. So. And you've been looking for new camps to go to? Not necessarily new camps. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just visiting. You know what I mean? People, so you went to American Top Team. I, I went to American Top Team. Um, uh- Dan Lambert had me out there for the week to visit the gym. It was a great place. Um, I worked with uh, Ricardo Laborio, and um, I just worked with a lot of the people down there. And and I brought my training partner down there with me, too, Elizabeth Phillips. She has a fight in uh, China, Macau, coming up. And uh, so she was down there training two times a day. And uh, it was just a great environment, great place to be. Uh, So grateful for the opportunity to get down there and and train with those people at ATT. They're really great people. I love them a lot. 
Nice. Yeah. I, I think that'd be a good, a good place for you. I know that it seems like that's the, the hot camp right now with the Lombard and, and Lawler and uh, all those other... T. Wood. T. Wood and Jessica Aguilar and then Cole Miller and some of the younger people, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, yeah, they got a great camp going down there. I like it. Be, that'd be good. Now, um, so, uh, now what, what's up with the women that fight Ronda Rousey. It seems like a lot of these girls are, It's I, like I said before, it becomes like Tyson in the 80s where they're, they're breaking who's before they even get in there. Who's going to be the Buster Douglas? Who's going to be the Buster Douglas? Who's going to be the girl that's, that's, that's going to take Ronda Rousey? Gina Carano. Come on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I was going to say, you're smoking crack right now. <laughs> it's funny you say Gina Carano because Dana White was actually saying that th- someone said to Dana, this is what I, I read, uh, that someone's like, hey, do you, why are you putting Gina Carano in there? And he's like, well, the last girl was a, a double, a two-time black belt champion. She lasted 16 seconds. The girl before her was an Olympian, lasted a minute. She can't do any 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 any, any worse than them. So it's sort of, uh, which makes sense, but that's a weird way to, pr- to like, promote a fight. Well, <laughs> well she's going to lose, but she'll True. do better than the other girls Lost. Right. <laughs> that's, she won't look any worse than the other girls. That's kind of a fun. That's the way that my dad would say it, you know, right. like or like. <laughs> I, I could see my I could see my uncle promoting a fight that way. The, the guy who's uh, the UFC promoter saying that is that's a crazy way of like. I wonder if they're gonna go like like Rousey versus Carano. Uh, th- this won't suck that bad. Right. <laughs> like, this I can't mean, suck as much as the last three. Yeah. I mean, do you think that? I mean, honestly, I like Gina Carano. Uh, who doesn't like Gina Carano? She's a sweetheart. She's she's, a, but she's a girl who could not really make 145. She hasn't fought in six years. Yeah. She's been doing movies, and now you're putting in here with the the most dominant woman ever in MMA. It, it just seems like it's going to be a disaster. I mean, I don't even know if they've even signed a deal yet. I don't think anything's even solid. Who even says that she's going to be able to come and fight? You know, who knows if uh, movies or and stuff like that aren't going to keep her away from the cage? You know, so it's all hearsay. So once I see something on writing. All right, but let's say it's a, it gets on writing. Let's say okay. tomorrow, because supposedly Dana White says we have the contract signed. We're waiting for Gina to sign it. Let's say Gina signs it. Do you think this is going to be a dis- absolute disaster? Or- no, it's not going to be. Like, like he said, she she can't do any worse than the other you know, people. <laughs> so, right. It's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> Plus, who doesn't want to see that fight? Gina Carano's beautiful. Ronda's she's, beautiful. She's beautiful. You know, they, they fight. Yeah, she but, is, but, but I'd pay money to see that. Uh, uh, but I want her to stay beautiful. Yeah, she's uh, going to get destroyed. <laughs> if she fights Ronda, she's going to get destroyed. I mean, I mean, her arm's going to look worse than my penis after watching that fight. I mean... <laughs> It's gonna. It, it, it's, Your penis it, is probably taking a lot more abuse. So. I don't know. Based on that, based on that matchup, I, I don't know. I look. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch it, and I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat, uh, uh, you know, lube in hand. But, but no, I'm, I'm not. I'm honest. By the way, I will not really be jerking off. To, okay, to the feminists. Yes, okay, okay. So <laughs> right before, yes, you, before you start getting those emails to the people, the people that are. I'm not. I'm gonna be looking at that fight just like I would at any other fight. I just think that it's a. It's it's a bad matchup. I think that Gina should have uh, a couple tune-ups, a couple tune-ups to see where she's at. You yeah. know, put her up against uh, the girl we had on the show, Rachel D. Germain. Uh, you know, or put her up against put her up against Julie Kedzie for a comeback fight or something. You know, there are other girls that we want to see how good how what she can do. Yeah, put her up against Roxanne Modafferi. I, I, you know, I don't think she's in the UFC anymore. But put her, but there are other girls out there. Put her up against Sarah McMahon. You know, I think. Don't put her like against anybody but Jean, anybody, anybody but Rhonda. Well, let's see, let's see where she's at. Six yeah, years yeah. is a long time. That's a hell of a long. Six time. Six months is a long time to be out. Six years is, is insane. 
She's been out longer than Daniel Cormier has been. And in. if I'm, and I, yeah. By the way, Dan, by the Mike Dolce today said that he can get Cormier to 185. He did not say he that. he did with, with amputation. I think John. I think John Jones paid him to say that. That's but uh, I honestly, I don't. Uh, I don't see Cormier well, hitting one. He, Could he make 185? You think? Yeah, if he got his left leg removed. Really? Well, he does have a lot of fat. He <laughs> walks around with a lot of fat. He does, but there, no, there's no way, not healthily, he can't get to 185 healthily. I could see him getting to 185 and getting knocked out in the first round because that's, that Dude, is a terrible weight cut. And plus, he's destroying everyone at 205. Why would he want to go to 185? Right. I and, mean, the, and the one dude he wants to beat is that 205. So once he gets that belt, then he might go back up to heavyweight. Yeah, there's, there's no point of that. So, uh, But I'm saying, as a female fighter, if I'm a female fighter uh, and I'm... Uh, who? Jessica I, Sarah Kaufman, um, Katz and Gano, the girl Amanda Nunez, who we're gonna have on the show today, and they bring back Carano and give her a title shot. I'm that's, pretty, that's, I'm pretty annoyed. That's kind of a uh, disrespectful. It is. I mean, I guess you want to say maybe it's good for the sport of women's MMA, but I, I'm kind of like, you know what? Why do we have rankings if they're gonna throw in girls? You know. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Gina knows that there's not going to be any choreography, right? These fights aren't going to be choreographed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that might be the thing. You know, she's been out for six years. She's been doing a lot of fake fighting. So. I mean, are they going to bring Don Fry back in for a heavyweight shot? I mean, I mean, seriously, <laughs> right. he's Tank been in Abbott. some movies. Uh, Tank Abbott. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I wouldn't watch those fights. Okay. I would. You put Tank Abbott against anybody, I'm watching it. Right. But, Only for the pure entertainment factor, though. So, uh, also, how's your dating life? We have to know about that. Oh my god, what dating life? Really? I remember. I remember Do last you like time. Immature black guys? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Son of a bitch! No, He's I like don't. married, immature, right? With four kids. That's not. That's not no. your demographic. That's not my style. So <laughs> I remember. Uh, now there was a guy you were dating uh, who was uh, training you. Uh, that's over. That's that's. Uh, you you why, mentioned why, it on the show. Why, why, why are we discussing this? Okay, all right. So so you're single. People want to know. People want to know if you're single. I'm single, ready to mingle. Really? Now, because the word on the street is that you're kind of a tease. Uh, I'm not a tease. All, all right. Look out. Do you see how aggressive she got right there? <laughs> I, I'm not the irritating, but you're kind of a flirt <laughs> that you like. I'm not a flirt. I'm just nice. And, and people got like people are nice to me. And, and what am I supposed to do? Tell them to fuck off? You know what I mean? Like, no. I, like I'm just being a nice person. Like... I, I, I'm a nice person She's scared. Nice She scares people. the shit out of me dude. Me too I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm just saying Like I'm not mean You know And if people are nice to me I'm nice And then they're like Oh you're such a flirt I'm not flirting I'm just being nice Like people mistake My, my um, niceness For I wanna You know Jump in bed but like, and stuff But, but, but you wear a shirt That says I want sex And, and I'm kidding, I, I, I'm kidding. I, I've I, never worn a shirt like that I know I'm just joking You don't like that But but okay So you're not a tease You're just, you're just nice to people I'm just nice And then guys somehow Now how many guys Do you think some get the wrong impression per day. Per <laughs> All of them. <clears throat> no, I don't know. If they got the wrong impression, that's their own problem. I I feel bad when when that happens because it's like that's not. I'm not trying to give off. You know, I'm not. I'm just trying to be cool, be nice. You know, be friendly. And, and then they, they take it the wrong way. And then it's they, then I gotta like let them down. And it's like it doesn't have to be like that. Just be cool. We'll be cool. You know. Like, right. If uh, I was interested in them, they would know. Okay. Like that, you know, so. All right, that makes sense. How would you let a guy know? You're just basically like just aggressively 
take the no, penis? No, no, no. I'm very old fashioned. <laughs> I'm very old fashioned. I, I let them come to me. Really? Yeah, yeah. So you don't make the first move? Heck no. All never, right. Never, so, never, never. So you never make the first move. Uh, but then a lot of times you think guys are getting the wrong impression. Yeah, like, you know what? I, the thing that I don't like is that I am nice to them and then they feel like they can be all creepy crawly and put their hands and like grab me by the waist like they know me or like they're dating. Or, I don't know. I'm like, no, that sucks. A lot, a lot of, girl, a lot of girls. A lot of girls. Because are, I, I do kind of want to be like, you know. <laughs> Seriously, f off! But like, I can't because that's rude, and so it's like a hard thing because they just feel like they can like touch me everywhere they want. It's like you can't, but it's like sometimes I just wish people would like respect my space and just like you know don't touch my bubble. But you know I'm not trying to be rude. Touch your so. bubble. No, Guys, I, I meant like get in my bubble space. I'm trying you know to get in your I mean? bubble, yo. <laughs> so you're okay. So Some what you're saying? Bubble. A lot of guys are getting the wrong impression. You're very nice to people, right? And guys are getting the wrong impression because they think that they like you like them, and then they they make it creepy. Yeah. Well, uh, it's you know, guys are guys. It is what it is. All right. I think a lot of guys are intimidated by her, and so when they actually get a shot, they feel like they have to take it. You know what I mean? It's hard to explain what I'm talking about, but it's like she is very beautiful and she's exotic looking. Yeah. And so when guys like get a little, just a little inkling of her liking them, they, they're like, dude, I got to lock this down right now. It's true. <laughs> and so they start trying to put their hands on her or whatever, try to make that move to make it happen. And then I think you should be more, honestly, I think you should be more aggressive. I think you should tell guys, look, if I like you, I will try to hook up with you. I'll punch you in the face and that drag way, you by that, your hair. Yeah, that way, that way. You're back to my Yeah, hair. honestly, I think I think that's the problem because I think I think if if you were just like, look, if I like you, I'll make the move. Then then all this then all, uh, it would just because I would never make the move too. So it's a very fine line. You that's know the problem. Yeah, that's like, also kind like, of arrogant to say line. that. What? Like, the, imagine saying that to a girl. Like, look, if I like you, I'll make a move. Right? <laughs> the girl would be like, what? <laughs> How dare you think that this is all about you? It I don't know. You're a very, you're a very attractive woman, Juliana. You're very. Why sweet. do we have to keep going over this? All right, it's so okay. embarrassing. All right, okay. Because right, Adam so. wants to touch your bubble. No, I don't want to go near her bubble. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of her bubble. You're scared of the bubble. I am. I am. But, but I want her to make a move on me. That's why I'm trying to. That's why I'm, I'm trying to tell her this. But she hasn't told to, you to f off, so that's a good thing. Right? I, well, I'm trying to tell her that if she likes me, make a move. But I am not going near her bubble because. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not getting punched and I'm not getting rejected and, and, right. and I would much rather her go near my bubble yeah. right. my, my, my bubble's open alright so, so I'm just saying they can't, they can't handle rejection so when you reject me like I just want to be friends and then all of a sudden they're rude and it's just like why you gotta be like just like we were cool a second ago and then I rejected you and now you gotta be an asshole so I don't even get it like why can't we just be cool you know so yeah. can we be cool Julian oh we can be cool could be cool yes, we're, we're so cool oh right, we're, we're so cool I like it alright so we're cool like the flip side of so the do you think that you know, I love it. Now, do you think you're the girl to beat Ronda Rousey? Uh, it's not an I think. It's I I know. Boom. So you're. So you think. So okay. So are you Ronda Cool? No, no, no. Forget that. Um, you could say no, that. No, no, no. I'm not kidding. I, I, I was just joking with the, the the eyes on the camera thing. But no, yeah, absolutely. Are you and Ronda Cool with each other? Or? Um, I don't know. I mean, th th their team like set my chicken on fire in the Ultimate Fighter house, and they were kind of like really super rude and mean to me. Um, Wait, say so your chicken on fire? What does yeah. that mean? No, I was just, I had chicken cooking and I went outside and when I came back it was like on broil on high like smoking on fire and I'm just like, you don't mess with was, somebody's I thought that was food. a metaphor that's what I I was like no, set no, my chicken on really fire did. they really I, did and I've I'm been trying like, to set a chicken on really fire chaps my hide. people's food when they're in the ultimate fighter house and have to be there for seven weeks you know only focus you know you don't so the team set your chicken on fire yeah and uh, and now you're still upset about that it's not that I'm upset it's just you know I, I just that's something that I wouldn't do 
Yeah. And so I just think that that just shows, you know, the kind of character a little bit. And it's, All right. So which girls? It's not my style. So which, okay. So which out of the whole, like the, the girls, the, uh, what are they? The four horse women, right? Four horse faces. Four, that was, beat me to it. <laughs> the four horse faces. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Yeah, okay. You can't say <laughs> it and then say just kidding. You have <laughs> to, you have to own it. Right. All right. We're so, going to edit out the just kidding part, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. So, all right, so which girls, So because they were very mean to you. It seemed like the whole house was against you. Absolutely. And I happen to, except for Holdsworth, I like Holdsworth. Yeah. And I, Roxanne. And Roxanne. I like Cody Bollinger. I, I know that you guys have some issues. Now, um, uh, Jessamine Duke and Shayna Baszler. Are, now, are you getting, Jessamine's been having a tough time since, what, since competing on the show. Are you, uh, what, did you expect that? Do you think she was going to do better? No, no, I don't, I don't care. Because <laughs> a suck ball. All right, so Jasmine's a suck ball. Uh, yes, now, now, suck now, what is ball. now what is Shayna Baszler? She's a worse suck ball. <laughs> worse, worse than a suck ball. Those are shots fired right here. Right. No, I'm kidding. No, you can't. No, no, no. You I'm have kidding. To, you have to go with it. I'm kidding. I don't think that. I don't think either of them are suck balls. I respect all women that that. Oh uh, God. I respect them. I, like I, them. I, don't, no, no. I love what's going through her head because uh. the part of Juliana wants to be like, you know what? F those girls. Yeah. I want it. I want the show. Yeah. You know. No, it. it's not about that. It's just you know, like I I respect women as martial artists, and I think that it's cool that they get in the cage and throw down. So I, I respect them on that aspect. I, I I didn't mean to call him suck balls. You can respect him and still not like him. You can still call him suck. Suck balls is not the worst words we've heard on this show. I well, mean, I, I just mean like I, uh, you know, I just I, I guess what I saw and what I what I have seen from them and their fights and stuff is exactly you know what I what I thought was going to happen. So yeah. yeah. So you thought these girls were like it was going to be a you're on the show. You're like you train with them. You're like eh, you know. No, I never trained with them, but I mean I've I've seen Jessamine fight. Um, uh, she fought one of my training partners, you know, and and um, I've 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 watched her on the show and everything like that. So I mean, it's not like to say that I think that she sucks, but I guess I could say that I'm not that impressed. It seems like honestly, she needs to get out of that out of her get a different different camp. She doesn't really because, seem uh, like she wants to be in there, you know, like almost as if she's fighting because it's cool to be a fighter as opposed to, um, you know, she really wants it. If I were her, honestly, I, I think that, you know, like I told Jake about the whole Edmund thing. We're actually watching her right now uh, as we talk about her. It's a coincidence. Oh. But it's, it seems like... Body shots. It, it does seem like um, that that whole oh, camp... Oh, that girl's piecing And she's losing to Leslie Smith, who's a seven and six fighter. She's not... I mean, she's get losing... She, not, Leslie Smith is a tough girl, but Leslie recently uh, has some tough fights against Sarah Kaufman, but is not the dominant fighter, let's say, Ronda Rousey is, okay? Uh, and she got she got lit up. I heard she she broke her hand in the, in the, in the first, but she, she got lit up in this fight. It seems like Jessamine, honestly, would benefit from going to an American top team, going to a team alpha male, going to another camp um, because the last two fights she's had in the UFC were not her best performances and I think when you have two fights in a row even even like on the finale you know if, if Peggy Morgan knew some better jiu-jitsu she would have Jessamine would have got choked out in that their their fight that they had it seems like Jessamine got a lot of talent but sometimes look sometimes you have to take a step back and say what am I doing wrong maybe this is not the the, the right thing I know that you know that's just my opinion look I'm not there. Once again, I'm not at the camp. Why are we still talking about this? Girl? Okay, so, all right. <laughs> UFC Dublin. Uh, Conor McGregor. Let's talk about this guy. Did you see? Now, Conor McGregor is a bona fide star. Yeah. Um, he is in the right place in the right time. He's in a country that has two fighters in the UFC. Okay. <laughs> 
But they got more than two. No, no. In the UFC, they think they have two. They had Norman Park and Conor McGregor. Maybe they have more. What about Patty? Patty. Okay, there's maybe a little more. There's Cajal. Cajal. All right, they have four. Pander, whatever. Yeah. All right, they have four. F- four fighters in the UFC. And then the kid, um, was it Houlihan? Houlihan. Right was that Tom, the guy from? He was on the from Mash. The guy from Dodgeball oh. that th- throws wrench. Right here, this patches of Hulahan. They have, <laughs> they have. Hulahan. Patrick Hulahan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried out for. for he tried out for my season, season, and yeah. he and he didn't make it. Okay, it so I, I said too. They have. All right, I don't want to offend Ireland. Okay, I don't need to get hate from I. I, I love Ireland. I love the Irish. Okay, I, I love your fighting spirit. The point is, is that there are not that many fighters from Ireland in the UFC. Can we just say that? Can we all agree to that? Is that a terrible statement? Not, no, not Connor said they're Brazil, taking over. Not a guy in Brazil. Over. Okay, so Connor McGregor is a guy who, with a lot of swag, a lot of arrogance, he's got he's got the it factor. Uh, which I almost feel bad for Norman Park because his nickname should be like, "Hey, I'm from Ireland too," you know. But uh, <laughs> Connor McGregor, that that fight that he had last week against Diego Brandao. It, it looked like Brandau quit in that fight. Uh, granted, somebody's told me, you never took a liver shot. True. I've never taken I, a liver I shot. I just think he's uh, on his way out and people aren't giving um, uh, him credit for as far as, you know, he's just not the fighter that he once was. And so they're like, oh, he took a dive. But it's not, it's not that he took a dive. It's just he's not at that good anymore. Diego Brandau? Yeah. Anymore, he's he's been in the UFC for six months. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's well, he he did he won the Ultimate Fighter. He looked like a beast in the Ultimate Fighter. However, the thing yeah, about the Ultimate Fighter that is a little bit um, is that you could, and I know this from being on a reality show myself, is that you could manipulate the the house to thinking that you're better than you are. Uh, you know, you could when when you're living in a house for a month. It's a very bizarre circumstance where sometimes people get intimidated. For example, Shayna Baszler. They were all scared of Baszler before you beat Baszler. Uh, that shocked people. Like You didn't buy into the hype. A lot of people would have run into the hype. People were scared of Uriah Hall up until the finale. And Kelvin is like 14 years old. He doesn't give a shit, you know? But... <laughs> A guy like Diego Brandau, it seemed like he was breaking a lot of people in the house. Maybe he is either not as good as we once thought he was, but it seems like when he got into like the real UFC, guys were, were not intimidated by him anymore. And guys were like, you know what? We're not in the house. Uh, you're not gonna. We're, you're not walk, We're not seeing you every day, and you're not scaring people. By the way, Jake Ellenberger just joined us. For you listening, uh, do you agree with that at all? I, I do. I think a little bit in a way like. When guys are good at being the bully, you know, and when they, when they start to doubt themselves a little bit, they're a completely different fighter. You know, what I mean, I, I fought plenty of guys like that where they're 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 always like the bully in the fight, you know. So it's kind of like, well, the, when you start to shift the scale a little bit, it's it's a, it's the psychological change. You know what I mean? How are you doing, Jake? By the way, I'm good. What's what's going on? You went to Vegas. Vegas was good. Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, you know, caught up with some friends. That's about it. Nice. You did some gambling. A little bit, a little bit of blackjack, a little bit of cards, you know. Did you win? Uh, I did. I yeah. did. I did well. I did well. So people are, are like concerned about you now. Just by you know, this might be uh, next podcast might be an, an, an intervention for you. You might yeah. walk into here and all, all, your, <laughs> all your friends have to say you have to stop. Yeah, that wouldn't be the first. We sitting here with pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, we Jake, really care about you. Yeah, that I wouldn't watch be, you rise and start them. That wouldn't. That, <laughs> 
That wouldn't be the first one. No, no. Jay came to my show Tuesday. It was like, it was awesome seeing there. It was in Irvine. Uh, I made I made him cry laughing. I was so happy to make him cry laughing. Uh, oh, it was great. And but my my buddy who was there, who's a comic, uh, Steve Marshall from New York. He had, he had like a midlife crisis at at age forty five, uh-huh. and he said he's always been scared to fight. So he joined an underground bare knuckle fighting in up. New York a in fight club? a fight oh, yeah. club in New York, and. Uh, he was yeah. We, we want to have him on the show. He said he lost more than he won, but he his his trainer was doing some kind of Wing Chun or something, right? What was he telling us? He he was crazy. <laughs> you could tell like he was serious. Like the the guy like he had, he he had a lot of stories. You were kind of like this guy's very odd, but he you can tell he's insane. But he was talking about these fights. <laughs> he's like, insane. yeah, I didn't win a lot of fights, but you know, I just I had to face my fear, and and I'm like. You've never trained before. Bare-knuckle <laughs> like, fighting underground. I'm like, this guy's this guy's crazy. Yeah. When, when Jake Ellenberg is telling me someone's crazy, he, they're kind of crazy. Because Jake's kind of crazy. But uh, in a good way. So how, how's training going? What's going on? Talk to us. Train's good. You know, it's, it's good to be back in routine. I mean, I, I've been traveling a lot and, and being all over the place. So it's good to have a, have a routine and, and just, you know, getting hopefully getting back uh, in the next few months. So, so you're back at rain. Yeah. Uh, so wrestling at rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of all over. I've been meeting with my coaches too. I, I haven't really set a, a, a schedule, but I've just been because I'm not sparring or nothing yet. Just just working out, getting back into fitness shape, getting back into. So you haven't been working out with Edmund? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Just just getting back. So. And then and then uh, how's that Kings MMA? They're good. They're busy. They're, there's a lot of guys coming to Hoffield Asana. It's got a big fight coming up. Um, they're good, man. They're 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 always. Every time I go in there, it's full. Now, now, when you're not training and you're going to the gym, are you just like a, an extra in the gym, uh, or extra, what do you mean extra? Like, are you just like a guy? A punching bag. Oh, that's oh, body. A kind of a body. Oh, that's Jake Ellenberger. Because I, I, I know Juliana t- tell me that like sometimes when you just join a gym, you become like the practice dummy. Like when you're like the new guy. That you, and if you're like not the guy that's training for a fight, sometimes you're just like a body. Does that bother you in a way? Or, you're, or like, are you? Like being just another guy in the gym. Yeah, you know, I'm really selective though who I who I train with. So it's like it, I I can't go to the gym and not do something or work out. So it's like if even if it's just drilling, you know, I, I can do that. But not at all. If it's if it's like you know teammates or training partners, you know, I can be I can be the, a body or just help them out in any any way. But it, it, I can't just go to the gym and do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. Now we got we got a UFC on Fox coming up. We have a big fight card this Saturday. Uh, Matt Brown versus Robbie Lawler. Uh, I would love to get your insights on this. We have Robbie two Lawler. fighters. So you think Robbie Lawler is going to win? Yes, I do. Uh, how? Knockout. What round? One. All right, this is this is a great analysis. Liver right shot. Uh, liver shot, really? No, I'm kidding. Well, I, I, I saw that that one guy can't take a liver shot that well, but no, I think Robbie's going to win. Yeah, Eric Silva had him one. hurt. I'm not Eric gonna, Silva had him. Or oh yeah, Matt Brown. I, I'm, I'm not gonna say um, exactly how you know or what round, but I definitely got Robbie on that for sure. And then you, a guy who fought Robbie last. Yes, listen, Robbie's the best guy in the division. He's better than Hendricks. Regardless, he okay. He lost the fight. He's a better fighter. He's all. He's depends he's, on what you're looking at, damage or points. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And people thought I was crazy. I'm like, listen, I, I think. Hendricks should be an easier fight than Lawler, and and people are like you're crazy. He's the champ. No, I get it. He's a champ. He's 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 great. He's he's extremely mentally tough. Uh, phenomenal wrestler. But if you look at, at overall fighting skills, Robbie's the better guy. I think he, uh, I think he's he wins the rematch rounded. too. 
I, I talked to someone who talked to Hendrix uh, over the weekend. And they said like Hendrix's goal is just to buy a bigger farm. Like he's basically fighting because <laughs> he wants more acres in his farm. Uh, he's kind of like. I don't even know if he even owns a cell phone. He's just this like kind of a like doesn't of even know. Dudes. He's one of those dudes that like uh, it's just totally unaffected by everything. <laughs> he just wants a farm and he wants. I think he's got like two daughters. He wants to get a son and he wants to drink and drink moonshine on the farm and and then he's happy. <laughs> and shoot guns. I, I, I don't even know if he even lifts weights. He's just stronger than everybody. He's, ahead. he's always been stronger than everybody. But I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a real recipe for success long term. In a way, I don't even know if he even wants to be champ for long term. I heard he's walking around at like 220 or something. He's or big. He's not exactly. Uh, let's just say when I was in Vegas, he, he wasn't in fighting shape. Uh, when I saw what him shape there. was it? He looked Around. like Roy Nelson. <laughs> he looked, okay, there we go. He had a Whataburger. He, 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 I mean, he did look a little bit like Roy Nelson. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a much fatter version of Roy Nelson. Now, I mean, look. If you're the champion of the UFC, don't you think that this, like, you know, drinking and, and hanging out and partying and not really caring is not the best recipe for success? Yeah, but you got you to keep in mind, like, this, this guy's wrestled his whole life. He's cut weight his whole life. So, you, you know, I, I just know the extremes. It's like when he's not, when he doesn't have to make weight, he is not even going to think about what he's eating or on the, on the scale. I, I can tell. And Johnny, I, I get that. I mean, he he's a hard guy not to like. Like he, he's he's a cool. He's like I said, he, his his dad was pushing him when he was a little kid, like wrestling. I mean, he was wrestling before anyone even thought about training. <laughs> yeah, but don't you think in this modern day of of the the modern day athlete, the guys like to me when I look at the guys who I don't know who are some of the champs. So uh, one forty five, the Aldos, and the fifty five of the Pettises, and the. And, you know, the Cormier now and Cain Velasquez and these guys, who, you know, the TJ Dillashaws and, and the Demetrius Johnsons. You look at all those guys. They're all pretty much ripped up, got, except for Cormier. But they're, you know, they're, they're in shape. They're ripped up. They're focused. And then you got a guy who's just like, oh, I just want more acres, and, and uh, you know, I just want to hang out on the John Deere and watch the sunset. And I'm not nothing wrong with that. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Okay, but the guy who's eating cheeseburgers and uh, how is that? Come on, you don't think eventually that's gonna He's a catch up to him, dude? Dude, He's yeah. a fighter. Donald you know? is the same kind of guy, like, though. All the time. Yeah, but Cerrone's like got like an eight pack, uh, and he's no, like no, wakeboarding. He, he, he wants the acreage in the farm, and all he's that riding stuff. bulls and doing wakeboarding. Yeah, I'm not putting getting, down. Hammered off I'm not putting down the rural folks. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that yeah, it just yeah, yeah. it doesn't. It just seems like Whatever. that's in UFC four that might work. You know, or <laughs> U, UFC <laughs> UFC eighteen. That, sure, maybe. Right. You know, we're at well, UFC one seventy six. What every fucking high school division one. Uh, Every college wrestler is gunning to get you. And how is that really losing 40 pounds to make your weight class? Is, is that really a healthy way of doing it? Jake Ellenberg, talk to me. I know you're from Omaha, so no. you have a bias. But. Mind your business and let him do the way he does it. It's, it's a fucking I, podcast. I have a, I have <laughs> two hours to fit. Mind my business. I'm just what saying, I, like, don't worry about it. He makes the way. Don't. This worry is my about fucking it. job is to talk about this. <laughs> oh. What do I mean? Don't worry about it. You think of every. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You know what? Don't worry about it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna mind my business they, they today. They make the way. It's all yeah, good. Who's gonna win? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah, that's not. We have to talk about. People want to hear our opinions. Okay. Yes. I'm 
sorry, I'm sorry. And you know, the first time I've done a podcast, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to be small. You're you're great. You definitely make the, the show a lot no. hotter. Okay, so all right. Breath of uh, fresh air. Uh, Anthony Johnson. No, wait, we're not even talking about Johnny Hendricks. Oh yeah, Hendricks asked me a question. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Robbie Lawler. You're gonna Brown. cut me off. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, Johnny Hendricks. By the way, no, I like like John. Like I said, everybody's different, and, and whatever works for you. You know what I mean? Like this guy. Just because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't follow the rules or, or do what other people do. Sometimes it just works for people. Like, you know, so I know guys who've ate just crap and junk their whole life and, and have been like national champion wrestlers. Like, they don't do things the right way, but it works for them. You know what I mean? So there's always like yeah, a but routine. How, I mean, you have UFC champions. Yeah. The I last mean, one to do that was Chuck Liddell, I right? I agree. But like long term, maybe it's not a good idea. But hey, he's going to he's going to he's going to do it until he can't. So I'm a Johnny Hendricks fan. I love the guy. I, 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 he is, he's a hard guy not to like. He's an awesome dude. I'm just, I just, I, I question his, uh, his intensity and and his uh, his commitment. And it's not commitment as far as like I'm sure he trains his fucking ass off, you know, when he's in training. It just seems like getting in and out of shape. I remember when when Klitschko fought uh, Chris Ariola and uh, uh, Larry Merchant, not Larry Merchant, Jim Lampley said, look, if you really think that you're going to fucking drink a beer every day and, and, and have a couple of beers and beat a Klitschko, you're out of your fucking mind after he stopped him. And I, and I have to believe that the days of partying, the Chuck Liddell days of, of that type of champion, not that Chuck Liddell's not awesome, mm-hmm. but it's just too competitive now. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm wrong. I mean, look. No, well, I mean, partying's a different story. Like, I know partying is, has ruined so many guys' careers. Yeah. Like, it just, it's gonna, you can't live that lifestyle, you know what I mean? And it's it's gonna affect you. It's gonna catch up eventually. Mark Kerr. Oh, yeah, well, Mark Kerr was taking roids uh, and, and painkillers. That's good. That's a quick way to, to end the career, <laughs> you know? Uh, all right, so. Sad. Anthony Johnson, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Anthony Johnson versus Noguera. Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson. I got Noguera. Really? Noguera's going to be a little too slow, I think. No, not thing. really. Oh. Huh. <laughs> he's he's much slower. I don't know. He's, he's not going to be able to keep the same speed and paces. I mean, you see Rumble against uh, Phil Davis? Yeah. He looked great. His striking yeah. looked great. I mean. I just think it's great that he's back in the UFC. It is. It's good. It's good for the UFC, and then I, I don't see. I just don't see how. You Nagara just better make two hundred five. That's all see, I have to say. You know yeah. the thing about Nag- the Nagara brothers <laughs> is they're those guys that are they're extremely tough, and like you see them in Pride, you know guys guys would get tired, and they did be in these battles, and then at the end of the fight they catch them in a submission. It's like in fifteen minutes, you, you know, you're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna do that, especially against a guy as athletic and as fast as Anthony Johnson. He's super explosive. It seems like the best yeah. thing that happened to AJ was the Black Zillions because uh, it, it put him with these guys like Rashad Evans. And uh, these other guys, even like when Belfort was down there training, right? And um, is he uh, still there? Uh, Matt Mitrione was there. I don't know if Belfort is still there, but it just seemed like that camp really changed him a lot. And I know Rashad Evans is huge on Johnson, and he was, you know, after Rashad Evans won, <laughs> was what was that? <laughs> you can't say he the word huge and Johnson. In the oh sense. yeah, it, that sounded very gay. <laughs> but uh, huge Johnson. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I. I think I think that if this fight was five years ago with Anthony Johnson that uh, you know yeah. was uh, the undisciplined Johnson who lost a lost a Koscheck and you know <laughs> blah, blah blah yeah right got you uh, Clay Guida Dennis Bermudez isn't uh, Bermudez the one that lost in the finals isn't Bermudez the one that lost in the finals to uh, Burrell uh, the Ultimate Fighter f- uh, finale was that that was Dennis Bermudez right Burrell uh, I mean I mean Diego Brandel oh, Brandel that was the one who got caught in the 
he got caught, right? No, TJ Dillashaw lost to him in the finale. No, Dillashaw lost to John Dodson, Dodson in the finale. Right. But I think Excuse it was me. Bermudez, the menace, who lost to Barral in the Ultimate Fighter finale. And because of our new technology, we will Brandau. now be able to see this. <laughs> yeah, Brandau, Brandau, Brandau. He lost to... Uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't him. Or maybe I think it, for some reason I think it was, and I think I was at that fight. I think it was the the Mayhem Miller fight. Yep, I was there. I was at that fight. He was winning that fight and just got caught. Was it an arm armbar? Right. Yeah, he I knocked so. him down. It was like three seconds left in the first round. Yeah. I was there and I was like, ah, oh. you know, he was a guy that didn't believe the hype. But since then, he's won one, two, three, six, six in a row. Going for seven. Going for seven. Mm-hmm. And I, you know what? I like him in this fight. I like Clay Guida. I don't think that he's going to be able to hold Dennis down, though. It's a crossroads fight. It's like one guy's. Good fight. This is going to be fight of the night. I really think so. Really? Yeah, they're they're both like they're both a good, great scramblers, uh, good wrestlers. I I like both the guys a lot. They're they're really cool. But as far as like match, Clay's a hard guy to fight. I mean, I've you know what so, I mean. I've trained with both so these guys, and and they're both ex- they're both explosive. Them? Yeah, they're they're both great wrestlers, and it's, it's going to be a fun fight to watch. I think I think it's fight of the night. Who you who you picking? Oh man, uh, it's I, I can't even tell you. I don't know. <laughs> T Rex, I couldn't tell you either. But I'm going with Clay Guida on this one. I mm-hmm. think that his pace is going to be too much for him. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think that Clay Guida, the old Clay Guida, might have won this fight. This new, improved Clay Guida, the the non fan friendly uh, boxer K one Clay Guida, uh, non fan friendly. Uh, yeah, when he was back in the day. When he so was fighting fantastic. Diego Sanchez, and even in his fight against Pettis, there was something about him that, like, he was like, he had no tech. I even talked to Greg Jackson about him. And when, I, when he first went to the camp, mm-hmm. I, I said, Greg, how's Clay doing? And this is years ago. And he's like, man, I can't believe how successful this guy's been with the lack of tools <laughs> in his arsenal. But it wasn't like he was saying that as a, as a diss. He, was, right. he really could not believe just how pure, just pure talent. Pure, Energy, talent, aggression. Uh, I love Clay Guida. I, when he fought Gray Maynard, that was like the weirdest fight I've ever seen in my life. That was sort of like the turning point that in was, some ways. The the- and he sort of uh, has been trying to prolong his career. And uh, I can't say that I blame him, you know, but it just seems like, uh, I don't know. if he, I don't, His last fight, I think he got, he got stopped in his last fight, correct? He got, he got stopped in his last fight. And uh, I, I, I like Bermudez in this. Um, Josh Thompson, Bobby Green. That's a jo- good one. Josh Thompson. That's going to be a good fight. Why? Why? Be- I love him. <laughs> He's a great dude. Wow, this is a great... I mean, this is unbelievable. I love him. I love him. This is great. One guy won't pick anybody. Uh, she, she just no, says words it, once in a while. Is it Bobby Green, the guy that kept kicking that dude in the nuts and the that's him be stopped yeah no i like bobby green i know he's a really that's cool. why you like him because no no no, they no, no 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 i mean i really like his fight i think he's a super aggressive uh talented guy i like his uh his, he, i just like his style you know but i i do like josh thompson a lot and i think it, it'll probably go to josh especially because it's over here in, in san jose his, his neck of the woods i think yeah. that he's a he's a performer and um i think that he's gonna get the win I agree. It's going to be a great fight, though. Bobby good, Green's good also matchup. dealing with some personal demons. I know his brother recently got murdered in gang violence. And, and the UFC terrible. paid for the, his brother's funeral. Wow. Uh, and he thanked him on Twitter. He was actually tweeted out, my brother got murdered, if anybody has any info, on Twitter. Wow. Uh, That's crazy. And uh, he's been through... I know Sad. there's a really good article written by Chuck... 
by uh, no, it's uh, written by Mark Ramondi. Oh, by Mark Ramondi, wrote an article about him. You should definitely check it out on the Fox Sports website about Bobby Green. Uh, I think based on that, that he might just freaking go in there and just destroy him. Then we well, can never know how that's gonna how that's gonna affect right. somebody. Um, I'd want to kill someone. But uh, Bobby Green, I mean, he is. He, he was supposed to fight Abel Trujillo. That fight uh, got canceled. Now he's fighting Josh Thompson. As, you know, a thirteen versus a three. He's got nothing to lose. Oh, for sure. I, mean, I think I think you know Bobby Green's a very talented guy too. And uh, Thompson, like he he impressed me when he fought Nate Diaz. Like he he's looked good. His last really? two fights. Really? You don't think he was losing that fight for the most part, and then caught, caught him with a kick? It, I mean, he impressed me with that. The kick landed, yeah. bro. The, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> the kick did land. It's hard to look good against the Diaz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, but no, I think he's going to be a great fight. I'm actually going to give it to Green though. All right, so we got we have one for Green. I got Thompson. I got Thompson. I, I got Thompson. Now we got to call Matt Hughes. We have the legend Matt Hughes on the show. I love Matt. Yes, you're a big fan of Matt. Uh, we are going to call him right now. Talk to Matt Hughes, and then we also have Amanda Nunez on the show, as well as Vic Grushik, uh from Australia. A very busy show. Who that? Yes, so he's uh, from Australia. He, he's on the ultimate. Are you asking who that, or are you saying no? Who I, I, who, what's his name? Vic. What? Yeah, great. Um, you know, we do the most preparing for this show. <laughs> most preparation. I can't even say prepping. All right, so I want to go gonna, to Australia. Yeah, what? Yes, you're adorable. All right, so Matt Hughes. We're gonna call Matt Hughes right now. So we have one of the gre- best pound for pound fighters of all time. Uh, UFC, former UFC champion, legend, Matt Hughes. How's it going, brother? Doing really good, doing really good. I hear JP is in studio with you. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> I just got your tweet, by the way, where you're telling people I have a boyfriend. What the heck? You want to get on? You want to do this on No, air? we're not going to do this on air. We are not going to do this on air. <laughs> wait, no, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Matthews, let's do it. You mind your business, Matthew wait, Allen Hughes. Wait, no, wait. So what happened? She has a boyfriend, you're saying? No. <laughs> JP, Listen, this is not my topic. It's her topic, so you gotta. Quit well, why you put my topic on I'm Twitter? Not. Why you put my topic on? Why are you talking talking about my business on Twitter? I just saw that, and you're gonna you're getting the worst knuckle sandwich when I see you next time. I <laughs> knuckle swear. Sandwich. Knuckle, what is this? The forties? What is going on? I know yeah, knuckle I, sandwich. I, see, I, I know Matt's old, but Jesus. No, Nuggie. Matt's got a knuckle sandwich from hell coming to him next time. I'm awful sore at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch you so hard, Matt. So, so Matt, Matt Hughes, man. So, I mean, let's let's go through your career. Let's let's uh, let's talk. Uh, you were in high school. You were a two-time state champ. Your last three years in high school, you were 131 and two. That, that was your, that was your record. Uh, you went on to college to become a uh, a national a junior national champion. Correct. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Two-time junior college All-American, two-time Division One All-American. I was never a national champion. Okay, and then you went and uh, you went to the uh, the ADCC uh, championship. You beat Almeida. You beat Jeremy Horn. You lost to Tito Ortiz and Jeff Monson. Uh, does that loss still bother you to Tito Ortiz? No, no. <laughs> I was way above my weight class, so yeah. I, it doesn't bother me. I think I had I had a, a good chance with my wrestling to beat both those guys. But they were—they uh, just—they just had better day than I did. Yeah, I mean, they're huge. Yeah, those guys are huge. Yeah. Of, of course. Now, now you start your UFC career, you're destroying everybody. Uh, what was it that like? Was was it, was it a hard transition from wrestling to MMA? To me, it, it was pretty easy. I, I and I think Jake could say the same thing. I think some of my hardest workouts ever were were on a wrestling mat uh, in a wrestling room. 
So, I mean, the transition to MMA was, was easy because I love to work out. I love working out hard, and I like to learn things. And it, did, it wasn't hard for me to go to my back and start learning uh, ground moves for my back. So I found the transition uh, pretty easy. Now, uh, I mean, were you nervous, though, as far as punching goes? Were you like, man, uh, you know, uh, I don't really want to get punched here? My theory was always if he's close enough to punch me, I'm close enough to take him down. So I, I always really relied on my wrestling, and when I got in any danger on my feet, I just took that opponent off, off, his, off his feet and put him on the ground. And, and and I know I know slams were your thing, man. I mean, which uh, a lot of people don't do the the the, the slams they, like you did back in the day, uh, of just picking guys up and just knocking them out with a slam. Uh, <laughs> was that something you learned at home with like your brother? I just always, if I got an opportunity to hurt somebody, I always tried to, to <laughs> implement that. So if it was slamming them down to the ground. And hurting him, that's great. If nothing else, I figured the ref got to see that, and that ref was going to score towards my favor with those big slams. So, you know, in a perfect world, we never go to the judges, but um, I always wanted to make sure I was the winner if it, if it did. Now, one of your fights against Carlos Newton, it seemed like you slammed him, and you knocked, you were knocked out, but he was knocked out too, but you recovered faster. Were you actually <laughs> knocked out? Is that what happened? <laughs> I wasn't, I, I wasn't knocked out. What would have happened is, is his choke was really setting in on me. So he was choking me out, and when I slammed him down, I was uh, temporarily halfway unconscious. I don't think I was all the way out because I was always on my, on my arm. But, man, when I looked up the fence and Jeremy Horn was leaning, leaning over, I didn't know what the heck was going on. So, yes, <laughs> I, was, I was definitely delirious. Uh, the good thing was that Carlos Newton was totally out. I mean, like, unconscious for, like, 30 seconds. So I can remember Jeremy Horn telling me I won. I stood up, put my arms in the air. I jumped over the fence, gave Jim Fulver a hug, who was commentating the show, jumped back in the fence, in the octagon, and uh, Carlos Newton is still laying there dead. So, uh, so that's, that, was, that was my savior right there, the fact that he was knocked out. Yeah, no, that was, that was unbelievable. Uh, as well as your epic wars with Frank Trigg, I know that you and Trigg had some kind of uh, beef before that. You found out he was in Playgirl magazine and held up a picture of him naked uh, on the internet. Uh, was that to get him uh, uh, upset? Was that to tease him? Were you actually enjoying that? That what, what exactly was that? Did you did you did you do a lot of homework on me before this? Yeah, this of, of course. Of I mean, you guys, you guys are going deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, I don't remember that. I, I do remember holding up some type of a magazine uh, for them. Some type I, I, of didn't, a magazine. I didn't have a problem with what with what Frank did extracurricular. You know, I didn't care. What I didn't like was the way he talked about me, and that's what is that. That's how he really got underneath my skin. He was talking like his family was so much better than my family, and that really got under my skin. So I, I, I really didn't like his mouth. I didn't care what he did off camera. Have you guys made up since then? We yeah we do talk. Uh, I've got his phone number. We don't we don't we don't you know text back and forth you know really. But but I, if if I had a question or something I could on a show or something he did I could, I could text him. But uh, well, uh, yeah I, I guess we kind of made up. Now your brother you have a twin brother. Uh, we have a question <laughs> from uh, from Ben Saunders who who wanted to uh, I don't know if you know Ben Saunders the uh, killer B who's actually got a fight coming up against Matt Riddle for the Titans Championship. But he wanted to know who would win in a fight, you or your brother? Right now, right now, I would for sure, because he just doesn't train at all. Uh, when we were growing up, 
the guy who was probably more pissed off is who won the fight. So, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's a little bit bigger than I am. He's definitely stronger than I am. And, um, uh, when we were in high school, I can remember we were in PE, zero hour PE. And there's a, there's a row of big lockers, athletic lockers. And then there's a bench in front of it. And he pushed me back and got me in between the bench and the lockers. and really had me in a bad spot. Uh, when we were in high school, so he would have won that one. But uh, anymore, we just don't fight. Shoot, we're forty years old. We don't fight each other anymore. And how come? Uh, how, how come I, he didn't go into the UFC? He did. He he's one and zero in the UFC. He's got a, he's got one of the only guys that I know of that has a perfect record in the UFC. <laughs> Did he fight that giant Mexican dude? <laughs> he fought Julian, <laughs> yeah, uh, Julian Sanchez. Sanchez. Julian Sanchez. <laughs> um, now. <laughs> Now, uh, now, 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 Matt. I gotta say that one of the fights that um, Dennis Hallman was your first loss. Uh, you lost to him three times. Uh, what twice. was it about? Twice. Uh, twice, twice. What was it about Dennis Hallman that gave you so much trouble? The banana hammock. Hi. Uh, He's a Washington boy. Say it again. He, you gotta speak on the mic. I said the banana hammock. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah, he did go into the fight with wearing a fender. Uh, wow. You know, I don't know what it was. I think it was my mistake. You know, when the first time I fought him was like my fourth fight or something, and he caught me in a guillotine, and I didn't even know what a guillotine was before that fight. I just didn't know anything. He was just a straight wrestler. And then the second fight, I uh, picked him up, slammed him, and he caught me. He went from a triangle to an armbar and tapped me there. So I think, I think you know, really wasn't it wasn't him. It was just my, my real ignorance that... Uh, that uh, that that gave him the fights. You know, now, I'm not taking anything away from Dennis. He obviously knew everything and and was was tremendously better than I was that day. But it was just because I didn't I didn't know. Now uh, there's a question from Shan the Man on the UG who wants to know if you'll go up against Hallman in Metamorsis. I don't know if you know Metamorsis is like a uh, Metamorphs. Oh oh, uh, me- meta- me- uh, Metamorphs, which is like this big <laughs> jujitsu. <laughs> Tournament. You can't even pronounce it, so I'm guessing it's not a big time. No, no, it is. It is. It is. It's part of the course me, of this explaining game. Explaining it to me, and you can't pronounce. No, it. I, there's a lot of things. I honestly, I can't pronounce most things. But um, but Metamore is, is is this big jiu-jitsu tournament that uh, uh, Barnett's competing in it. Chael Sonnen is competing in it. Uh, Brandon Shaum had a had an epic jiu-jitsu match in it. Um, so uh, epic. It, it's it's a, it's a real. It's a, it's a it's a it's a a very big deal. It's put on by Hollick Gracie <laughs> yeah. in, in L.A. So the, it's getting bigger though. It's, it's, it's getting a, bigger. Yeah. So uh, and then some people want to know if, if you if you'll go up against Ben Askren in it or or in Argon. Uh, are these are these fights grappling matches? What what are you uh, talking about here? They be does, they be does metamorphosis. They be, do, do fights or what? No they no do? they do they do grappling matches. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I, I probably not. I've never heard of the you know the organization, so I I, I don't know who they are, and I'm not interested. In it. All right. And then as far as I I know I know you and I know you and Ben Askren have been feuding on Twitter. Uh, we're big fans of Ben Askren on the show, but I could see why he would rub people the wrong way. Uh, what is it with you? Is it just Askren's mouth that bothers you? Uh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't know the kid, so I don't, I don't know really anything about him. Um, I just know that I caught, I caught, um, on the way home from the, um, from the UFC, I'm on the plane and I'm seeing two or three tweets Ben Askren is sending out about, um, Johnny Hendricks <clears throat> and Johnny's a friend, you know, a friend of mine. 
and finally I said, I said, Ben, you just talk too much, which I believe that was, <laughs> that, that's what was going through in my life. This kid just talks too much. And so he started complaining about not being in the UFC and I started telling him why he's not in the UFC and, uh, <laughs> and him and his family didn't like that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey Matt, let's, let's rewind a little bit. How did you meet, uh, Pat Militage and when did you start working with him? My first fight ever was up in Chicago and Pat Militage was the ref. So that's, that's how I met fight was, that's how I met Pat was, was through that first fight of mine. And then, uh, fought again a year later and he was there. And then after that, I started training, uh, training up at his gym. And, uh, so yeah, Pat and I are, are pretty much like brothers. He'd call me for anything at any time of the day and I'd help him out. Now I heard that you would give Tim Sylvia wedgies at that gym. <laughs> <laughs> that you would constantly pick on Tim Sylvia. Is there truth to this? I want to know where you're getting all your information because it's, it's 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 pretty factual. But uh, I, I don't know where you're getting all this. Information. Did you have to get on a stepladder? Where are you reading that? No, no. People said that you used to that like Tim Sylvia was like the butt of the joke at the gym. Uh, but he, I mean, he obviously turned out to be the UFC champion. Kind of an easy target. But but, but is it but is it <laughs> so? I mean, is it true that you used to pick on Tim Sylvia? Yeah, well, no, well, no, I wouldn't say anybody picked on on Tim Sylvia, not you know, but but um, it, we always did everything in love, and I want to I want to I want to make sure everybody gets that clear. We just we just played around a lot, and and you know we, we joked with everybody. Sometimes it was Tim, sometimes it was Jen, sometimes it was Tony Franklin. We just we just always had a good time. Yeah, whatever and, you um, bully. So, <laughs> Yeah, JP. She knows. She knows how I I love people and, no, and tease them all the time. So yeah. she she can explain that. Now, now back in your UFC run, when you were the man, and you're still the man, but when you were like the man in the UFC, you must have got tons, you're the man, Matt. You must have got tons of of puss thrown your way. Puss. Uh, <laughs> now. How did you deal with that? Did you ride it like one of those rhinos? I mean, I mean, what, what, what exactly did, did you did happen back? Please, yeah. he's a And did man. your brother cash in on any of that puss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ask me these questions. My wife's in the next room. My uh, girl's exactly. in two rooms away. Close the door. Sleeping and. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, you know, I think uh, I think I've had a, a good a good I think I've had a good run. You know, I'm 40 years old. I've really never had a real job um, through college. I was I was popular, and and then through high school, and then and then now, you know, after college, I was I've always been somewhat popular. So um, I've never been somebody to approach a girl. Never been my style. So. So uh, you know, I, I probably didn't didn't do as well as a lot of other guys would have, but um, I was I was always happy. All right, so that answer your question in more of a political way. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. It does. It every, does. Matt, every week Adam asks me if I got late or how my weekend was, so I always have to come <laughs> up and tell him. You know, that's just that's. He's, He's living his life through you. Vicariously through Ellen. Absolutely. No, but I heard that you're good friends with The Undertaker. So you tell me you and The Undertaker didn't go and like just just, oh just plow box, honestly? Plow box. No. No. no he comes up with a different way to say it every week. Every It's a different term. No, no but are you friends box. with The Undertaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you guys hang out? But we've, ne we've, we've never went out and hung out in that, in that scenario, though. Oh, okay. With the who's now, uh, <laughs> now I, I hear that I hear that you're uh, that you're training Robbie Lawler for his fight coming up. No, no, Robbie's on an American Top Team. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so you're so, not going down uh, there. Yeah. So I'm not training Robbie Lawler. 
I'm, I'm I work for the UFC, so I'm very indecisive on that. I just want a good fight between <laughs> Come on. Brown and nice uh, robotic and, answer. Uh, Too political there, Matt. <laughs> Don't kid we yourself. actually we were just discussing this fight between uh, Robbie and, and and Matt Brown and, and my opinion I was saying I think Robbie's the best guy in the division I think he beats Hendrix in a rematch obviously we just fought um, you know what what do you think about that what are you, what are your thoughts I know he's a good friend of yours obviously but I think I still think he's the best yeah player. no I, I I think it's a good match and um, I'm um, I just hope Robbie's head's in the right spot because uh, you know he's he's just bought a house down there in Florida. And he's, he's fought, you know, was it four or five times within 12 months here? So he's fought a lot, and uh, I think he needs some time off. So I just hope Rob, if Robbie's head's in the right spot, uh, Brown's going to have a bad day, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so, so we'll just see. What, what fights was, was, were your head not in the uh, right spot for? Dennis Holman. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Josh Koscheck. First Koscheck. time BJ beat me. First time BJ beat me, I thought it was going to be easy. You know, a kid moving up from 55 to 70, you just didn't do that. Um, so my, my head maybe wasn't right in that fight. But, uh, but I don't know. I can't, nothing else comes to mind. Now, the first time you fought uh, GSP and you beat GSP, but did you know that this kid was going to be something special or not? Well, yeah, I was, you know, it was a rough fight. You know, it just, it just lasted one round. But, but I was glad I beat him early, you know, in the UFC. And, um, I wasn't going to have to face him uh, down the road. He he was he was tough. You know, he's tough for me to get to the ground. And you know, if I hadn't pulled out that submission, that armbar on him, uh, you know, I probably wasn't going to get my hand raised. So he was he I he was tough, and I could feel it. I could feel that in him. Now, after you beat Matt, uh, after after you beat BJ Penn, and he came in and said, "I'm I'm not impressed with your performance," which everyone became legendary. Uh, I read that you had words with him backstage. You got very upset about that. What were those words? Take us through that. That's actually that's actually not true. Um, I he come he come backstage and kind of apologized, and some of my corner was pissed off and had a lot of words with him. And I said, "Hey guys, uh, I was just happy. I don't even know who I fought and, and beat, but I was just happy I won. You know, I wasn't worried about GSP and what he had to say. I wanted to celebrate a victory and not what somebody said in the octagon. So I I kind of squashed it with everybody and said, "Hey, you know, he he was misunderstood." And blah, 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 which is what he told me, you know, backstage. He didn't understand what was going on and that somebody told him to come up in there and say that. So um, so that's why why it happened. But no, him and I have never really had words. Okay. Now, I know that now you're in charge of the code of conduct for the UFC. Uh, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, what exactly do you do? What exactly? Well, I'm. I tell you what. First, I want to tell you what I'm not. I'm not the policeman. I don't go around looking through Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, and find find these guys and what they could be saying or doing wrong. What I've done is help write up some literature to get these guys some guidelines on what to say and what to do and what not to say and what not to do, and stuff like that. I'm kind. Of, I feel I'm kind of like a liaison for the UFC when they've got a question on what how a fighter would answer it or what the fighters need or want. They come and ask me about. That's awesome, Jake. Do you have any questions or Juliana on for to Matt Hughes as uh, how, what he, you, you guys should do? Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, can I, I've got a question. Sure. Why, why, why does JP in studio and I'm not? <laughs> because she's in LA. Dude, are you kidding, Matt Hughes? You're you're one of the greatest fighters of all time. No, you're we, a legend. You're the you're the guy that I used to watch and be like, the budget, holy, holy budget shit, doesn't, doesn't have both of us flying in there. 
Uh, no, she was already here. No, I had a doctor's appointment, Hughes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was already here. So, so you did, I mean, where's, where's, I'm talking, okay, there's no budget for one guy to come in? I, I mean, where's your budget DJ. at? DJ. <laughs> there's we, barely a budget to get I had to, to take Uber to, to get here, Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there, there's barely a budget for, for Adam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Burn. It's, it's true. It's true. After the show, we go to Starbucks, and I go to the ATM and give the budget to everyone else. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, now uh, I gotta say uh, a couple things. Now was it hard? Um, was it hard uh, walking away from the sport, or did you just know that, like, you know what, my time is done? Well, you know, with my last two losses, I, I knew that um, I knew that I just couldn't get hit again. You know, I think I think if against Koscheck and BJ, my last two losses, I think if it would have went the whole time, if each one of those fights would have went 15 minutes, I would have gotten my hand raised. But um, but they hit me in the right spot and I fell down. So so um, so I, I just I just didn't feel I could compete anymore. Does that kill me every day? Yes, it does. Because my big love um, was always walking in the gym twice a day, chatting with your buddies, working out hard, uh, sweating, living that training lifestyle is really what I miss the most. So yes, I can go around here, I can train, I can do whatever I want. Uh, but it's just not the same as as being competitive. So, uh, so yeah, it's 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 everybody thinks being retired is easy, and it's not because now I wake up and I look for things to do, you know. And before it was just, um, hey, I'm gonna hang out with my buddies and get and get my workouts in. So, so it's just different. And I've been doing this for about two years now, and I would much rather be on the competitive side of things and not where I am right now. Yeah, but you know what's cool though is that you you walked away with like your you still have your wits. I mean, I I, I could tell you're you're you know you you're not you're not slurring your words. You're you're you know some of these guys they like for example, and I hate to use the example Jens Pulver, might have been in there too many times uh, where guys are making a name off of him and they're paying him money because they want his name, but really shouldn't be taking that kind of punishment. And uh, like I, I've joked about it how there should be like a fighter intervention, but I, I really do think that there has to be some sort of sanctioning body that says no, we're not going to give this guy a license to fight because it's he's just going to get it's just too much. Diego Sanchez is also you, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, I really got to take my hat off to Dana White because he said he stepped in and said you're done. He goes, I'm not going to make any money off of you. Uh, when you're going out there and getting hurt and possibly and possibly hurt bad, so he said the same thing about BJ. He goes, BJ, you're done. He goes, you, I, I just can't make money off off these fights where you're not looking 100 percent out there. So I, you know, I, I I really thank Dana for really looking out for my best interest. <clears throat> Even though Dana is a businessman and could make some money off people like BJ or Chuck or me, but he said no, no, you're you're. Uh, you're not 100 percent out there, so you're not going to compete anymore. Yeah, Hughes, you'd fight for free if they'd let you. Well, when you don't, have, when your last two fights, you uh, you didn't get your hand raised. Yes, yes, I would fight for free. But you can't, and that is good because Dana does have your best interest. That's awesome. Well, he can. I'm sure. Bell, I'm sure Bellator would sign him, or World Series of Fighting, or Titan, or any one of those would probably sign him. <laughs> now, now, uh, now, I, did you say something of like every time that a girl gets signed in the UFC, it's your birthday? Is it, was that a quote that you said? What? No, and say it again. Somebody said that every time a girl gets signed in the UFC, you feel like it's your birthday. Is that somebody? Did someone make that up? I think somebody made that up. Oh, I, I have no recollection of that whatsoever. Oh, okay. Because I that's something that I would say. Uh, Matt, a, so, who, 
<laughs> something I would. Say. Matt, a curiosity: who who is your uh, who are your favorite fighters to watch like right now? Who who do you like? Well, I, I kind of like the old school guys. You know, I'd love it if, if Rich Franklin come back and, and had mm. another fight. Um, you know, or or something like Forrest. You know, I I like the older guys. But now I'm just I'm just watching my buddies fight. You know, like BJ when he fought, I was I was very interested. Um, of course, you know I've been training with Robbie since he was in high school, so I like watching Robbie fight. Um, and Josh Thompson, I consider even though he's not you know real old, I still I, I consider him old school. So I I always pay attention when Josh is fighting and this and that. So um, the older guys, kind of, or my buddies. Now uh, I gotta say that that Hoist Gracie fight really was like uh, one of the craziest fights I, I've seen. It was like a, a complete murder. Uh, and, and Hoist Gracie, uh, n- nothing to take away from him. Obviously, he's the legend that he is. But it really kind of was sort of like changed the where MMA was going, that, 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 that fight. Uh, take us through that. You know, um, I didn't know it. Dana White called me on that. He goes, I've got your next opponent. And I said, uh, who's that? And he goes, Hoist Gracie. I said, Great. When, when is it? And he goes, told me the date of this and that. And he goes, you're not excited? I go, what do you mean? He goes, you should be acting excited right now. This is the Hoist Grace you're going to fight. And I go, Dana, he's just, he's just the next opponent. So I never really took it as a big deal until after the fight was over. But during that fight, I really wanted to stand with Hoist more than anything because I was just worried about his ground game. I knew nothing about um, Hoist, really, but I knew he was, he was a legend. And I was just worried that when, when, when we hit the ground that first time, um, you can see me. All I do is clam up because I was worried of a magical Gracie move that I'd never seen or heard of before, <laughs> and he's going to submit me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 30 seconds came uh, came by and went, and I moved out of the guard, and I just started moving around. And I, I secured the straight armbar, and I gave it up just for the reason I wasn't going to waste any energy when I think he was going to tap. I just thought I was going to give him another submission hold. Um, not worried about hoist Gracie on the ground after the first minute of being down there. Cool. I... I... At one point, I thought he, uh, he was either going to tap or you're going to break his arm. Did you think that was going to be the case? I didn't think he would tap. You know, I've seen the, the Gracies where they've had their arm broke before and wouldn't tap. And that move takes a lot of energy out of you. I wasn't going to waste my energy when I thought I could just get him in something else. Well, now, what about your fight against Henzo? I didn't want to be on the ground against Henzo either because I think Henzo's the better fighter out of the two, Henzo or Hoist. And so, you know, that was... Um, that was more of a stand-up war as well, where he he couldn't he couldn't have got me to the ground if he wanted to. Yeah, no, those are. Uh, I mean, you're that was like you're like that was that was crazy, man. I mean, just uh, just being having to be able to talk to you, man, makes this job uh, worth it. Uh, and honestly, I, I I can't believe if you told me one day, oh, you're gonna talk to Matt Hughes on your podcast, I'd, I'd be like, holy shit! And not to be a kiss ass, but you're you know you're you're a very inspiring guy. Uh, I gotta say though, uh, that being said. Uh, what's up? Are, are you, is your next Friday going to be against PETA? <laughs> <laughs> you put you put somebody from PETA in the ring, and I will show up. Metamorphosis <laughs> or not, whatever you want to call that show, <laughs> metamor or whatever it is, I don't know. How much? Now, are, are, were, they, were they giving you a really hard time, or are they just bothering you, or is just kind of a because you know is that a big issue? Because I, I know I know Dan Hardy's been on your case about that. I could care less what Dan Hardy has to say. Um, and I could really care less what PETA has to say. You know, if people want to know the facts, 95% of the animals that PETA saves, they euthanize them. So, I mean, they kill more, they kill more animals than hunters do. 
I didn't know that. You're going you on go. a big hunting trip, aren't you, Hughes? Uh, yeah, I go to um, to Alberta here next month. Uh, I go to Canada three times, and then um, Mexico. I, I got yeah, I got several hunts planned. I'll stand up for the rest of the year. What are you hunting, Matt? Bears. Uh, Brown bear. Uh, bear in Alberta. Uh, moose, caribou, grizzly, wolf, and black bear in Alaska. And then uh, in Mexico, we'll be hunting all kinds of animals. Now, now, do you eat we'll all that? It. Now, do you eat everything you hunt? If I don't eat it, we donate it to, to be. What to, the heck to are you going to catch in Mexico? There's, there's places all over the world <laughs> that you, you can donate meat, and it goes goes to uh, orphanages or Salmonella. or uh, anything like that. All right, so the, so the, so, so the meat's going to a good place. You, you eat bear meat? You can. Can you really? I I'm, I do not. But I just shot a bear up in British Columbia, and the the guide had a list of people he went to. And told them that uh, they had a bear to give away, and there's plenty of people up there that eat bear. But no, I have no, I have no interest in eating bear. I just want the paw. Were you ever concerned that you maybe like shot a bear and then it was Gabriel Gonzaga? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's never happened. I'm just saying. All right, listen. Or a hairy fat gay dude from. Uh, all right, listen. All right, so where can people, Matt Hughes? Where can people find you? Uh, Twitter Matt Hughes Nine X, Instagram Matt Hughes Nine X. Uh, I've got a hunting show out on uh, the Sportsman's channel called Uncaged with Matt Hughes. If you want to tune in there, uh, Facebook account would be Uncaged with Matt Hughes. And uh, I got a question for JP. Uh, what did the doctor say? Um, he said that I'm ahead of schedule. It's a miracle. And uh, he said that everything looks beautiful and I am cleared to train. So, so at what activity level are you? Are you eighty percent training? Ninety? No, he said. He said. I, he said I can do whatever I want. So I can roll. I can spar. And um, I was already hitting mitts and rolling a little bit anyway. So uh, now that he he told me that I'm cleared and good to go, I'm just a lot more confident now. So I can't wait to get back home and and get to it. Good. You, so so I can give you a knuckle sandwich next time. No, I'm giving you the knuckle sandwich. I will see you in Tulip, Washington, at Tulip Casino, where we're gonna do our signing together, uh, August 22nd. And uh, when I arrive there, you're gonna get a knuckle sandwich. I think he wants to give you a uh, moose knuckle sandwich. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you're dead. You're a dead, Hughes. Talking you, about uh, talking you, about my uh, relationship JP, status on Twitter. To, uh, JP, you're not going to San Jose this weekend. Well, um, no, I don't think so because I'm. I, I you know, I, I don't think I am. No, unless somebody wants to sponsor me some some funding to Just get down there. Just say yo, no, yes or no. You know no, no. I want to go. I want to go. I really want to go, but no, I can't afford it. <laughs> A yes or no could have. This done. whole injury is taking taking the money out of my pockets. Ellenberger gives sponsorships, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yes. I do not. He does. Absolutely not. Yes. He's not. Jake Flyer down there. You guys got big budget on. You guys have got there. Come, Come on, on that podcast. All the money that he you ain't got. giving out any free handouts. He's made so much, saved so much money on like women that you could actually. Uh... Oh, here we go. <laughs> Jake likes some girls that like sushi. And that's an expensive meal, isn't it, Jake? Oh my really? God. Wait, what girls like sushi? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like sushi when me and I was in Florida. No, you and, just and smell like fish. No, no, no. no, no I'm just, wow. I'm just, just, I'm the just thing I've ever heard. <laughs> she said it's the rudest I'm walking, thing I've ever heard. I'm, I'm walking out. I was sponsoring. Well, I don't even know what that means. It was a joke. Listen, Matt, listen, we got to get to Amanda Nunez. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming to my comedy show, by yep. the way. That, that meant a lot. Uh, you can say thank uh, you to yep, me, had, too, because I brought so. him there. And thank you. Thank you for bringing him there. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch the show next time, too. Uh, we'd love to have you back on the show. And uh, take care, brother. Bye. Thanks, Bye.
Later. All right, that was the legend Matt Hughes. Uh, that's awesome. He's uh, it's crazy. Matt Hughes called in the podcast. It's uh, you know, nice yeah. guy. He's like a nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm look. I'm I'm not a fan of hunting. I I, I don't want to get in the hunting debate. I but I do eat animals, so I am kind of a hypocrite. Well, if God didn't but, want you to eat animals, he wouldn't have made them out of meat. Yeah. Does it, yeah. <laughs> Really? Is that is that it? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, if if, if, the, if he's so donating like, it to you, don't like the killing of animals, but you like to eat the animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I don't like killing it for game, but I guess if he's donating the the, the stuff to, to it's the, getting used. To, he said but also he's, he's eating it. It's like you can just go to the store and buy some meat. As opposed it's to not like he's out. a poacher and he's killing like a bald eagle or something. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> right. It's not, he's not a poacher, but he but he he's giving it to orphanages. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he says. I guess if I was a an orphanage, I, I would want a, a bear. I guess is that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure I mean, why. Like, is there a long is it, list for bear? I'm, right. just, I'm curious. I mean, look. I mean, is it I would, wrong to go out and hunt cow? I would think <laughs> that I would. I would think that I would want a family more than like. Uh, <laughs> Right. A, 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 a Mexican a wolf grizzly sandwich. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want a wolf sent to me if I was a, in an orphanage. But hey, I guess maybe that's, <laughs> that's what people want. They want. They want. Anyway, thank you, Matt Hughes, for calling in. We have our differences as far as hunting, but I don't want to get into a, a debate with them. You know. Vic, how's it going, man? Yeah, good, good. How's yourself? Now, is is it Grujic, Grujic? Close enough, Grujic. Grujic. Vic Rujic, yeah. uh, who uh, recently was on the Ultimate Fighter Australia, won his last fight by brutal knockout. Great knockout, by the way, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, nickname is the Spartan. Uh, you're here, by the way, with Jake Ellenberger, uh, hey, T Rex, and Juliana Pena. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Juliana. Hi. Oh, hi, mate. Hey, uh, good. How you doing? Now, now, <laughs> I was reading a little bit about you last night. You, you had, you had thyroid cancer, and you overcame that. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, when did you have that? How? How? What kind of battle was that? Talk about that. Uh, two thousand and nine. Um, well, basically, yeah, just uh, it was regarded as a benign tumor at the time, and um, got that removed. It was uh, the right side of the thyroid, and um, uh, they sent the uh, the sample off to the pathology labs, and uh, yeah, it came back as uh, cancerous. And sure enough, I had to have, had to have a second operation, followed up um, radiation therapies, all of that type of thing, and. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, part of my life, and it's uh, all done and dusted now, thank goodness. But, yeah, so it was obviously, uh, yeah. Congratulations on that, man. Time. Well, that's thank amazing you. that you could overcome that and then be in the UFC, that m- most people who are cancer survivors aren't in an octagon beating people up. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty fucking badass, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, uh, I mean, you know, life, life itself is a fight, you know, so... You know, all the obstacles that come at us, you know, it's whether it's cancer or, you know, beating up on some dude in the octagon, man, it's, you know. Uh, are they, are they, is the prognosis good? Are they saying there's a chance that it could come back in some other form? Look, you know, you get cancer in your body, it pops up, you know, there's a there's a chance that it may come back at some point. Who knows, you know? Right. See what happens, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to wait for it to happen. So. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I used to work at the Ronald McDonald House for kids who had cancer for like three years. I was a volunteer. Aww. And I would, uh, I would, I was a head volunteer. Uh, on Monday nights, I would take the kids. I would take them to MTV and do talent shows. But I used to bring girls with me. It was a good way to like get, <laughs> get girls to see that I was like actually. And I remember one time, I this little girl You're was like. such an a-hole. This girl was like, no. I was <laughs> You're like, using these poor kids no, to get I'm not. Pooned. I'm not. I'm not using the kids <laughs> to get pooned. I was just, that was just something nice I was doing. And I was sharing. Vicky <laughs> was shaking his head. I was like sharing my experiences right so 
But well, I remember. They're charitable. They're not. Very charitable. What a nice guy you are. I didn't always bring girls with me. I, mean, I brought a couple of girls with me. So I, but for the most part, I was the head volunteer, okay? So I, and I would take the kids to MTV. We'd have comedy. But I remember one time, I brought a, a, one time a, lo- a little kid said to the girl, it goes, you're not as pretty as a girl Adam brought last week. Oh, my oh. God. I was like, you're such a cock blocker. I, really? I, I couldn't. Yeah. It was the kid. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was crazy. So, all right, Vic, back to you. So you were on the ultimate... <laughs> You were on the Ultimate Fighter Australia. Yeah. Uh, now, before that, you had you you were on you had like a, you started off your career doing actually the first fight you ever lost, right? First fight you lost ever, your first pro fight, and then you won your next five, and then you then you lost to one one. Tried off the Ultimate Fighter, made it. So you've had and now now you're seven and five. You've had sort of a you're kind of a very Rocky s story. Seven and three. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's, it's been a bit bumpy up and down, you know, and it, it had always been hard for me to get consistency with training, you know, and uh, over in the States, man, I mean, you know, the, the level of uh, gyms over there, it's, it's amazing. It's so different, you know, and different format of training and uh, with the, uh, the trainers and the training partners, you know, you got so much more opportunities over there and been able to find myself a lot lately uh, just with the success of uh, being in the Ultimate Fighter 2, you know, and, and getting to train with uh, uh, teams like Alliance over there now. And, you know, it's um, kind of a, more of a recipe for success. So, you know, it's I'm, I'm in a fortunate state at the moment. So, you know. Uh, and then I'll talk about that. Like the, <laughs> the guys over in Australia, the training is like, is the, is, is, is the wrestling a little bit below the jiu-jitsu yeah. and the striking? That that's where it's at, man. I mean, the the wrestling's you know lacking behind, you know, because over in the states, you know, it's you, you grow up and uh, with uh, wrestling as you know part of the core, uh, you know, thing with kids growing up in high schools and you know elementary schools and all of that. Wrestling is a very very big part of uh, growing up. But here in Australia, wrestling is non-existent, you know. So, you know, we got more uh, more of a base of strikers, if anything, you know. So, guys, I like to go out of toe to toe. So. And now, and now over at Alliance, you had guys like Dominic Cruz you were working with. Who are some of the guys you were training with over there? Uh, Seth uh, Bazinski is one of the main guys I train with a lot over there. You know, we've got um, uh, Phil Davis is on a mat with us all the time, you know. Uh, Dominic Cruz, of course. Uh, Brandon Vera. Uh, a whole host of guys, man. You know, it's guys are the Bellator or UFC at the moment. So, yeah. And, uh, of course, um, uh, yeah. Now I, I now I know that you're, you're you have two kids. You're a married guy. When, when you go to San when you go to San Diego and you see the the caliber of women, uh, how how tempting was it to just leave your entire family in Australia? Oh, oh my god! And just and just and open up you shop get there. You get kicked, dude. <laughs> but come no, on, no, no, nothing no, nothing tempting at all. Yeah, I got I got three daughters. I got a wife. You know, and it's. No, look, no doubt there are some very beautiful women over that part of the world. But, uh, you know, I, I get over there, I do my training and uh, leave town. Now, did they go crazy over your accents? I mean, you, they, you open your mouth. They, I mean, they must have just got dripping puddles. No? Oh, my. Man. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. Jake, do you have any questions? <laughs> puddles. <laughs> All I heard was puddles. He's like puddles. Really? Oh, Tripping puddles. I'm just saying, women like to don't don't girls like to accent, Juliana? You're I love it. Yeah, I love the accent. Really? I love it. Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, what is it? Does it, does it puddles? Is, is there anything is it, happening right now? <laughs> no, 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 not for me. There's, 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 a, there's a, 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 a flood in the room right now. Just, so, uh, so, all right. Yeah. No, so, married men are not my thing. Okay, so uh, who's a guy in an alliance that was uh, that was training over there that was that just won last week? Uh, the kid from Ireland, right? He. Uh, Norman Park. Yeah, Norman Park. How did you get along yeah. with him? Yeah, yeah, really well. Uh, he was on uh, the uh, previous Ultimate Fighter of the year to me, and uh, obviously, you know, a little bit of a connection with the Ultimate Fighter thing, and that's so uh, I'd gone over there and met him, and uh, we trained together a bit, and um, yeah, and really clicked clicked together. You know, he's, he's a real cool guy. You know, he's got a good sense of humor. He's uh, pretty down to earth. So yeah, he's a cool guy. Seems like a really good guy. Yeah, he is. He's a funny fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, honestly, I, I I like the Australians a lot, by the way. You guys um, have the best senses of humor. You don't get offended by anything. And, uh, almost anything. <laughs> almost anything. <laughs> and uh, according to my uncle, it's because uh, it's because Australia, it was a lot of criminals came over to start the country. Is, is that <laughs> So that's why you guys have the best senses of humor. Is that, is that true? Uh, probably. I don't know. No. I mean, you know, it's, it was founded as a convict nation, I guess, Australia, a few hundred years back, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a few criminals here, yeah. So, so, so it was a convict <laughs> nation, so you guys must have had, you know, convicts are usually guys that are pretty funny. Uh, you know, some, some man, in all honesty, dude, I don't, I don't hang around that much convicts, man, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. I haven't, I haven't seen any of late, so if I do, I'll ask them a joke and see if they're funny. So. <laughs> so so after you after you won your fight, and have you been calling people out? Um, well, not necessarily. I mean, um, I don't want to be uh, too pompous at this point, <laughs> but um, you know, I definitely want to break away from the ultimate fighter stigma. You know, it's um, uh, in terms of uh, um, uh, people who I'm going to fight next. You know, but I definitely want to start looking at uh, fighting some good caliber guys. You know, and pretty much um, you know get my foot in the. Uh, yeah, welterweight division. So, so uh, Conor McGregor is that is that a guy you're, you think I'm calling out? Ah, uh, look, I'd fight anybody. <laughs> I really do not care, Conor. But yeah, dude's a tough dude, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, uh, T Rex. Uh, how far away from that Sydney Opera House are do you live? <laughs> uh, probably about maybe a day drive. Wow, Jesus! Why were so you there? Wait, what are you driving? Yeah. <laughs> a kangaroo. Yeah. I'm in Melbourne. Yeah, do you, yeah, do you no, see a kangaroo yeah. every day? You know. Yeah, actually, I do. I do. Oh. I've got a couple in the backyard. I keep as pets. I ride one to work. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the one kid's name? That's the youngest kid. In the Jake UFC? Matthews. Do you are you anywhere near that kid? Yeah, yeah. He's on the other side of Melbourne. I've uh, known him for a few years, and we uh, catch up as often as we can. And nice. he's, he's a real good kid, Jake. I, I thought it was oh. hot in Australia. You're wearing a sweater. I'm freezing at the moment. It's almost zero degrees here. It's winter. Oh, wow. oh it's winter in Australia. Yeah, it's wow. freezing at the moment. So. Crazy. Now, uh, do you constantly like prank call Jake Matthews and order him pizzas because he's playing World of Warcraft because he's such a, a young, <laughs> plain young <laughs> little kid? You know, I, I think I'm probably so much of a dad at the moment I don't think about these things anymore, but you just give me a real nasty idea and I think I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, I mean, you got, you're 36 years old. You got a late start at the sport, correct? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I'd been doing martial arts most of my life, you know, as long as I can remember and never really got into uh, fighting as much because, you know, I'd never really, um, 
never really found a need to fight, you know, and I'd been offered a lot of uh, kickboxing fights growing up and things like that, but it just never interested me. And, you know, and I uh, tried my hand at uh, jiu-jitsu uh, probably seven, eight years ago, and, you know, and a lot of guys will tell you, you know, pretty much stems from there and with the grappling and, you know, competing and that. And, uh, yeah, within uh, no time, I was in uh, in the ring having my first MMA fight, man, and it's just been a passion and a love to, to compete ever since. You were also the, uh, the, the, the Pan Am champion, correct? Uh, yeah, Pan Pacific champion, correct, yeah. That's so, yeah. The, I did all right. Awesome. <laughs> did all right. In six years, you, you're the Pan Am champion. That sounds, that sounds pretty good to me. Jake, were you ever the Pan Am champion? <laughs> no, I was not. I've never competed. There you go. Oh. See, he's, he's doing <laughs> no. better than you. No, uh, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> What's anyway. the matter? Okay. How old are your daughters? Uh, four, six, and nine. And oh. they're all sleeping at the moment because over here it's like seven, seven o'clock in the morning and they're getting ready to uh, get up for uh, school very shortly. So I'm trying to, trying to keep it quiet, keep it dark, but at the same time do this ridiculous uh, interview correctly. Yeah, you're, you're doing a great job. Now, do, you, do they get nervous when, when, you, when you fight your daughters? Uh, my eldest daughter, she's pretty aware as to, um, uh, you know, what's involved with the fighting. Um, my my six year old, she she kind of, you know, she gets into it, you know, and she she watches the fights and that. But my eldest has been to watch me live a few times, and she gets pretty frightened when she sees all the the violence and the blood and all of that. But at the same time, you know, she's you know, she's daddy's little girl. She's as proud as it gets, you know. So oh. yeah, she she's she's, she's super proud of me, you know. So she's a good little girl. That's yeah. awesome. I remember when I was a kid, I would say, my dad can beat up your dad, but, the, the, but like that's, they can really say that. You know, they can, that's actually true. Your dad really can beat up their dad. Now, now, now so what's the goal here? So you're, you're, you're seven and three. Uh, you're, you're climbing up the rankings. You're just coming off a knockout. What, I mean, how, how far are you, do you think, from the top ten to the, get to the next level? You know? Oh, man, look, I, you know, it, it, that's a tough question, you know, um, I I just like to fight some good people at the moment. Get some guys of substance, you know, and um, be able to fight a uh, good challenge. Some somebody that's going to bring a fight to me as well, you know. And I'd I'd like to have somebody that's going to want to, you know, have a good hard battle, you know. And uh, in terms of top ten or where I see myself at this point, you know, I definitely see myself doing well. There's no doubt. But look, I just want to fight some good guys and then and put on a really good show. And I mean, I think for myself, that's more important than anything at the moment, you know, just um, having my skill set and my talents recognized and proving my worth. And that's that's number one for myself at the moment, getting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, awesome. how do you see the uh, like the growth for the UFC over there in Australia? Man, it's massive. Uh, over here, the last last five years, it just grows like every every day almost, you know. It's um, – I couple of years back, you know, it was like UFC. That was, you know, everybody's like, you know, the old joke, you train UFC, you know. People were so ignorant, you know. They, they had no idea as to what MMA was out here, you know. And now there's so much shows that crop up and um, so much more people aware of our, uh, UFC itself. Um, you know, it's just this part of the world, it's really booming at the moment, you know, and it's, it's, it's awesome. It's pretty cool, man. Right. Well, we were talking to that young kid. He was saying that he he noticed a huge difference between the training camps there and here in the United States and that he was thinking about oh. coming here to the United States when he was married to make that move. Obviously, you being a family man with three kids, that's probably not in the picture for you, huh? Yeah, that's that's the hard thing, man. I mean, you know, if economically we could work it out that I could get over there and, and live there for a time and, and you know, train full-time at some of those uh, some of those places, well, alliance, I should say, Um 
it'd definitely be a smart move for myself at this point in my career, you know, but it's, right. it's, it's really tough, man. You know, that's, it's the only thing. Well, Big if you, move, if you, know. you need a place to crash, I, I have a two bedroom. You just have to be a, yeah. a, be a good wingman. Just, uh, I've got three kids, man. I don't think you want that. No, I don't. Uh, I, I, yeah, good point. He meant just you. I meant just you. And we could, and we could, uh, he needs a dog walker. Yeah, we need a dog walker, and you can go out and use that accent, and then tell yeah. them that you're married, and then I would, you know, capitalize. Puddles. Yeah, puddles. 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 Exactly. Well, Vic, man, you're. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of yours, dude. I, 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 I watched your last fight, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's got, this guy's got something, and uh, it's really good to see all your hard work is paying off, man. Thank you so much. Look, I appreciate it, you know, and it's, I kind of feel that I've got a lot more to prove and I really uh, want to get an opportunity to show that, you know, and, and really want to, you know, highlight myself and at the same time, you know, and uh, my family and um, and do some good, you know, and, and have a real good hard fight, a memorable one. You know, that's pretty much my next thing. I want to have a memorable fight. So where can people find you? Uh, all over the place, man. Vic Rujic uh, across the board, social media, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Just well, don't look me up on Skype any time soon. How do you, how do you, spell, how do you spell your last name? G-R-U-J-I-C. Nice. Well, thanks for coming on the show and have a good rest of the week. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me and uh, have a great day, guys. Appreciate Take it. Bye. Bye, Bombs up, mate. See you later. Puddles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Vic. Vic Rujic. Nice guy. All right, we are back with the MMA Roasted podcast. Amanda Nunez uh, could not make it this week. Uh, we got some issues with uh, time, but we're going to have her on next week. Can't wait to talk to her about her fight coming up against Kat Zingano. Uh, and we are here with the Venezuelan vixen uh, making her triumphant comeback. Uh, I actually I talked to your, your trainer, Rick, who seems to think that you are the one to beat Ronda, I, I think a lot of people. Uh, you you were killing it. You were you were uh, on fire, and uh, I can't wait to see you come back. Thank you. Honestly, Rick's never been wrong. By the way, how oh. long how long's it been since the injury? Uh, a little over five months. Okay. Yep. Tra- everything's healing up well. Yeah, everything's healing up great. Yep. But, but word is that you would you were crushing people and in, 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 you were going too hard because you were, but in in the gym you were just taking out men, women, uh, kids, children. anybody, uh, children, anybody ahead that you were just. Just eating them for Scooby snacks, but and and, I, and you know what it is, honestly, and not to kiss your your butt, which I'd like to do literally, but 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 the thing is, is that is is that you are the future of what I think is the, the female MMA athlete, where it seems a lot of times like the sport when. Uh, you take certain people like they were able to get away because they're really good at one style of fighting, and uh, they were great at jujitsu, or they were really good at wrestling, or they, you know, their their Muay Thai was excellent. You know, like the Damian Mayas or the Roxanne Matafari in jujitsu, or like that kind of thing. And then it sort of evolved where you got these all American, all ath- this athlete came in, this this John Jones, this this GSP, this, and, and now you're seeing it with the females, where yeah. you got Ronda Rousey, who's just a tremendous, I mean, she's just a tremendous athlete. You can't, she, she'd be good at anything she did. Juliana Pena, where your, you know, your arms are, are, are huge, and, and, and you're, you know, you have a nice butt, but, but, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying you have this, you're, you're this, honestly, this, this all-American, this athlete, and I think, I feel like that's what's, 
the women's MMA is becoming, it's evolving to that. Right. I think, uh, you know, I didn't get the opportunity to wrestle in high school or middle school or, or start at Taekwondo or karate or anything like that. I, I joined a MMA gym for, for women's cardio kickboxing and I was offered to stay for the MMA classes and it kind of went from there. I learned everything all at the same time. I learned my stand up, my kickboxing, my wrestling, my jujitsu, all of it in one. So I'm comfortable wherever the fight goes and I feel like that's exactly right. I'm a well-rounded fighter and I can go anywhere. How many times have you ever said that? It seems like you have that down packed. Well, I, I, well I'm just, I'm just trying here. to say that. Yeah, you're right. You know, there is a new wave of female fighters coming through, and and they're well rounded everywhere. They're not just strikers. They're not just you know, um, jujitsu players. You know, they they can do anything and they can go anywhere. And now, I'm one of those now, fighters. Now, what did you think of the Alexis Davis fight? Uh, do you think she kind of broke on the way over there? I think if you can watch the fight beforehand and, and just look at her eyes and even her walking to the cage, you know, she wasn't there. She was a corpse. She just, she was, she was a corpse before the fight and she just wasn't, she wasn't checked in. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think that you need to be present and more alert and more aware um, than you've ever been in your entire life when you're uh, facing a situation like that. Sarah McMahon, what happened to her? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, that, that was a fight I was shocked. Uh, uh, you know, but, but I, that Davis. is one fight, you know, that I was really curious to see how it was going to go because that's one girl, you know, she ranked higher in the Olympics as far as um, medals go, you know, and, and that's a harder harder division, I feel like, with the women's wrestlers. And, um, you know, I was really curious to see how that fight was going to play out. We'll never know. The fight got stopped early, mm -hmm. but she was one girl that was not going to get hip-tossed and thrown around on her head like Ronda's been able to do to everybody else, but we'll never know what happened because the fight got stopped and she, you know, went down to the, to the knee to the um, liver or whatever and so you know whatever that sucks now, I know Alexis trains with her husband uh, and I, I do you think I, that might maybe that has something to do with I think that's you know? a bad idea honestly I think with the Misha training with Caraway and Dave look if I'm married to someone or my someone's my girlfriend and I, that's my training partner there are certain things you want in a relationship that you don't want to probably take home with you. Uh, which I, is impossible when you're dating a yeah. man because then it goes everywhere you go. Exactly. And if someone's slacking in training and then you don't get a BJ that night or something, you know, whatever it is, it just it just seems to be that's a bad idea. I feel you, dog. You know, um, why do you feel me, dog? Why? Because I, I think that, there, that it sometimes does have a, a dynamic in it because, you know, like uh, when you have a relationship with your student or, or with your train, you know, your trainer or whatever, your boyfriend and girlfriend with the person that's training you, you know, that trainer would never talk to another fighter the way that he would talk to you. You know, he's going to be harder on you because, you know, you guys are together or whatever, but he would never go to another like male fighter and talk to him like that, you know. And like you said, you're going home with that person. And so it, it follows you wherever you go. You can't ever let it go. Have you, you ever know? dated someone that you train with? Um, no comment. Well, how is that relative? I'm, I'm just well, I'm, because how is it relative? Because you're, that's exactly what we're talking about. Exactly what we're well, talking well, about. Well, we're talking about other people. I thought. Uh, well, we oh well, yeah, but but if you can, I, you I know, just think that it's a it's a sticky trained with yeah trained with or trainer either. Uh, um, it's a sticky situation, you know, and um, especially when you're around, <laughs> especially when you're around, you know, your training partners or your trainer or whatever for such a long time, you know, you see these people day in and day out two times a day, you know, there's bound to be some sort of, um, you know, relationships formed and stuff like that, whether it be, you know, romantically or not, you know, you're close with your, all right. Your so answer people. the question. Okay. <laughs> so don't ask me those questions. Okay, all right. So Jake, I, I know that you She's dated it. Here's my face. thought. Here's my thought. Punch yeah, anytime, you want me to punch him? Like when you have Stay a, long. especially when you have a trainer, it's like they, they, it's kind of like a business. You know what I mean? It's kind of like your boss. You're, they're gonna make you do. You know what I mean? Your trainer's gonna push you. They're gonna make you do a lot of things you don't want to do. And it's like, I, I don't think it's a good idea ever to to have that 
you know, it's it's obviously you're going to be close with somebody like that, your your trainer, someone that that knows you really well. But to be around somebody twenty four seven would you're gonna well, I know you dated a fighter, correct? Wasn't there a girl that you dated that was a fighter? Um, I didn't know. Oh, you never dated a girl that was a fighter? Mm. Oh, oh, that's so weird. And if he, <laughs> so, if he dated a girl that was a fighter, didn't did he train her? And yeah, her that was my next coat? question. Probably but but, but if, if the girl never yeah. existed, I guess I was <laughs> I was seeing a ghost. And would or, you ever it, ask her to go a few rounds with the ball headed champ? What? <laughs> don't stick your pen in the company ink. What, what the fuck just happened? I don't know what's going on right now. Bad. I don't know. Bad analogies. I'm just saying. All right. Okay. All right. So. My point is that you should not date someone that you train. Bottom line, it's the same thing to, to me. If I was, tra- it's just because it's just, it's going to carry over, and maybe that was Alexis Davis's downfall. She was doing pretty well up until then. Although I thought Jessica I beat her, it was a very close fight, but uh, she did fall apart. I think also when you fight Ronda Rousey, the media that comes with it, you have to be ready for that because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're going from fighting girls on an undercard to fighting the girl, and you're getting all these. And, and Sarah Davis said she didn't want to do it, and people don't want to do it. They don't want to get all these questions and reporters and this show and that show and this and that and the 24-7 and if you're not that kind of person who's up for that you're gonna fall apart and uh, it's like anything else if you're a comic and you get a TV show and you're not ready for the TV show it's gonna get cancelled and, and same thing going with acting and music and, and everything else it's just that's yeah, why well, these well, people instead of being focused on the fight you're starting to worry about how you look to the public and all that stuff and you start getting people on t- Twitter and Facebook oh, yeah. and emails and telling you how much you suck and, and you start listening to them it's, like, damn maybe I do suck maybe I don't deserve to be here yeah you know and it's it's tough because there's, there's so many variables that go into a fight and every fight you know every fight you're a little different every fight there's different distractions different things going on it's like you never really know what's going on in somebody's head so it's it's hard to say I mean you know, it could be whether it's media. It could be there could be family things. There could be money things. Has that affected you, you forever for big fights? I know when you, when you fought Rory McDonald or uh, the you know that was a that was a, a higher profile fight. Did that did the distractions get to you at all? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. I mean, that, that's a, he's a, he's a tricky guy to fight as it is. I mean, um, I was prepared. I knew what I was going into, and it was like. Um, but I didn't feel like there was any distractions. No, it was just like you know what he—he's—he's he, he, a, he's a tough guy to fight. He, he fought the fight at his distance, and then you know he had a better day. No, I, I know. In the last couple of weeks, we asked you who you wanted to call out, and, and you said you would get back to us. Have, have you thought about calling anybody out yet? All right. Okay. So all right. So now. <laughs> The, the the this is everyone people are standing up to me this is this is this is this it's is not rough your day. It's this is not my not my day I'm trying I'm pissing everyone off all right so Cruz Jank versus Masvidal uh, garlic nuts what's that I didn't what did you say said garlic nuts no I said crunk nuts oh crunk nuts <laughs> this is that's oh, okay crunk nuts versus Masvidal. Uh, I'm going with Cruz Jank in this fight you are yes uh, I think he's coming into his own. He's been looking awesome his last couple fights. Masvidal has a lot of mileage on him. He was one of Kimbo's fighters in backyards. He was part of the Kimbo's fight really? team. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some of those street fights. Yeah, he's, Scary. He's been around forever, and uh, I think uh, Crushing's got this. I, I really like Darren, but I got Masvidal. Yeah, I got Masvidal, too. I think his stand-up is nice. <gasps> he is. I, I think he's exactly. If, if you look at the striking, I'm going to go with Masvidal, but you take it to the ground, I'd go with Crushing. 
So who are you picking? I'm going to go with Mazda. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. One against three. Cool. Next fight, we have Kyle Kingsbury versus the man, the myth, the legend, the great Pat Cummings. <laughs> the barista. Uh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? I like, this is, I like Pat Cummings. I'm kidding. Uh, I got Kingsbury. You got Kingsbury? Have you seen him in tights? No, I've never seen either of them. That's my point. Now, now, Kyle Kingsbury is a guy. He's making his comeback. Yeah. That's so uh, weird. I'm so sorry. He, he, he if dates, you're listening, I'm sorry. He, he dates Natasha Wicks, uh, who oh. who I think is one of the hottest, coolest chicks I've met in my life. Oh, which one? Uh, Super Kyle cool. Kingsbury. She was this a, guy's dating the. Yeah, Kyle does. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, it's good. It's good to see him back too. I think he's gonna. You know, he's gonna do well. But uh, uh, this is a tough fight for sure. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with Cummins. I think he's. Uh, you know, he's gonna. He's gonna take him down and, and do what he wants. Uh. So. He 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 uh, played football at Kingsbury. He was a pro football player at college. No, he played college at Arizona State. Oh, okay. Uh, there we go. DJ. So who are you going with the, <laughs> with this Course, one? Kings right, Boo. right. Kings Boo, baby. Kings Boo. I, I think Pat Cummings, man. Pat Cummings. We're talking about a guy who was a four-time All-American, uh, who was a beast. He everyone at the gym, right? You told me that he he he's a murderer at the gym. He is. He's you know what in in. <laughs> He's got so much potential. I mean, he's competed obviously at the highest level in wrestling. Um, he he just destroys guys. I mean, you, you can ask Mark Munoz, Brendan Schaub. You can ask anybody else in the gym. He's a monster. But you know, and to come out obviously in his first fight and <laughs> face Daniel Cormier, which is an extreme. I'm like a week notice. Yeah, look, I mean, that, that's that's that, that's what it was. But. Um, I, you know, I think he's going to come out and, and really uh, show what his potential is. I like him. I, I told you when, I, when he was at Mayhem's roommate, I used to talk to him all the time. And uh, oh, the nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. Honestly, a guy who who went to jail for I think a year for raiding dorm rooms. Uh, he went back to college, and him and his buddy Eric Bradley, amazing wrestler, were going around to college dorm rooms or to like the frat houses and stealing shit. And he got arrested for like a year in jail for this. Uh, which you, you talk about. <laughs> Dude, I mean, uh, uh, what judge is going to put these guys in jail for that? I don't know exactly what exactly happened. I don't think anybody was even hurt by it. They just stole the wrong kid's stuff. And, uh, yeah, so that that sucks. But Because uh, that really der- derailed his career. Um, but I, I I like Pat Cummings. I, I like Pat in this fight. I think it's a tough fight back for Kyle. Sure. Do you, do you know when's the last time Kings Boo fought? Do you know? I don't know when his last fight was. I know he, he took damage. His last two fights, it, he got... He got really beat up. I think one of them was against Fabio Maldonado, if I am correct, in a fight where he just took a beating. Uh, let me see what we got. He fought. Oh, no, Glover. Glover Teixeira. That's who he fought. Glover gave him a beating. Uh, Jimmy Manoa also. Dr. Stoppage. Um, oh, Fabio, he won. He would beat Fabio. But uh, So I, I apologize for that. Uh but that that Glover fight was, was was brutal. I remember that fight. That's what I was thinking about. So I like I like uh, Durkin in this fight. I do. Um, I like the barista. Now uh, I don't know Tim Means uh, who his uh, he's fighting the Dirty Bird. The Dirty Bird, whose last loss was to a sauna. Uh, he uh, he's the guy that collapsed in a uh, in a uh, sauna uh, before a fight. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so actually, and somebody put like on his Wikipedia sauna by TKO. Like That's hilarious. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sad. That's funny. funny. Come on, that is pretty That's funny. Hysterical. Well, I mean, it's not funny that he passed out. Hernani. No, about? but you don't think it's funny that someone put one on Wikipedia and put sauna TKO yeah, one yeah. round? That's pretty funny. 
that's the difference between girls and guys' humor. Guys think that's the funniest thing ever. Girls are like, feel so sad. He was passed out in the sauna. Feeling well. All right, so I don't know who Hernani Perpuccio is. It was, it was the puddles he slipped. I don't do, know. Do, <laughs> do you know anything about Hernana? Hernani? I don't actually. I What's his last name? Uh, Hernani. Uh, Isn't that the guy that made um, the little wooden puppet? Oh, he, he lost to Jordan. He lost to Jordan Mean uh, by a split decision. It's close, close fight. Uh, I'm going with Tim Means Business. I did, it used to be Tim <laughs> Means Business. That was his name. I guess he, he changed it. Oh. It was Tim Means Business, which mm-hmm. I like That's better. Best fight name ever. Yeah. So, uh, who's got the better tattoo? Who's got the better? Uh, That's who determines the winner. All right. Uh, uh, I say per- per- And then um, I don't know anything about uh, De La Torres. I think that, weren't they, weren't they a, a rap band in the eighties? <laughs> De La Soul. Uh, De La Soul. <laughs> I have Brian Ortega. El Cucuy. No, this guy couldn't even Ortega. show up for the pictures. Brian Ortega spent too yeah. much time G-City. in the city. Tra- yeah, he trained at the Gracie Academy. Yeah, for sure. Cool cat. Brian Ortega does. Yeah. El Cucuy. So have you have you trained with him? Oh yeah, a lot, I, quite a bit. He's he's a, he's an awesome. He's a, he's a black belt in their heat on and Henry Gracie. So you like him uh, against uh, Mike Del Torre? You know, Mike I, De La Torre. I, I do like him. I, I I don't know much about De La Torre, but uh, I would give Ortega the edge on the ground, absolutely. For sure. Now, who's in charge of the UFC website? It's got to be what a, a multi-million dollar website, and they can't get a guy's picture uh, on on uh, in the thing. You know, we should call Matt Hughes back. What's going on? Yeah, What's his... I, seriously. That ambassador. Oh, Mark. Oh, by the way, Mark Bocek, who uh, actually said recently was under a lot of scrutiny. Because he, he said that um, there was a whole thing about Ronda Rousey. Uh, there was a whole thing about Ronda Rousey training. And he said he grappled with an Olympic girl. And it was like wrestling with a 12-year-old. Uh, oh, that's that guy. Wrestled with an Olympic what? An Olympic female Fencer? he grappled with. And it was like, he's like, have you ever trained with girls? It's like grappling with a 12-year-old, uh, a 12-year-old boy. He basically said that women and men, it's it's a... Saying that women's, because the whole debate on whether Mayweather would take Ronda Rousey was going on, and Mark Bocek chimed in, mm-hmm. and uh, do, do can you can you Google the Mark Bocek thing? Thanks, DJ. By the way, thanks a lot. Um, but he, exact he quote. Said he, but he said he grappled like a was it a female wrestler? A female wrestler, oh, wrestler who was an Olympian, I think silver medalist. I think uh, okay. uh, Mark Bocek about uh, Mark Bocek and then uh, grappling female. Right under under a little more. Scroll down. There you go. Female. No, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Seems to think yeah. that training with female fighters is a waste of time. Uh, he hasn't. Okay, so here we go. It's in uh, Mark Bocek on training with a female Olympic medalist in wrestling. It feels like wrestling with a twelve-year-old girl. He has an eight and five record, and he's tough out there. He made waves because uh, uh, there's a whole video of Musashi training with Ronda Rousey, and Musashi's kind of. He's got some, a lot of weight on her, but he's sort of dominating her and kind of whatever. He's saying, "Wait, it's a what a waste of time for uh, uh, Gegard. He he must be a nice guy." He said that when I wrestle with a female Olympic silver medalist in wrestling, he feels like wrestling with a twelve-year-old girl. You think a woman would beat a man in a fight? Laugh my ass off. Which, of course, people took both sides on that. Um, Is, I'm not even gonna acknowledge this comment i think he's just trying to make a headline to be honest really because mm-hmm. you you've grappled with with ronda rousey and some of the, uh, the best females yeah, and I've, I've, i mean I've, I've wrestled with olympian female olympian wrestlers i've you know ronda I've trained with a lot of females and there's some fantastic females out there absolutely so you think he's just saying this to be funny i think he's just trying to get a headline to be honest now juliana you being a girl uh who's wrestled grappled with men what are your thoughts on mark's comments i think he's lame 
<laughs> She's like who? All right, listen. Uh, suck uh, please stop doodling. Uh, uh, so, I mean, come on. This is actually- no, no. I, I, I think it's retarded. <laughs> like, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel very half and half on on the subject. I fought in a dude before and I got my eye swollen shut for three days and 11 stitches in my eye. So me thinking that I could seriously beat a man that's like a, a lot bigger than the, me. Like and a street then fight? Or? It was a, a street fight, yeah, right behind a, a dumpster. So, I mean, what? I'll never... Oh, okay, slow down. Okay, so a guy, you fought a guy behind a dumpster yes. in Seattle. No, in Washington. In Washington, Spokane. and he punched you in the eye and gave you 12 stitches. Three, 11. 11. Now, how did this fight start? Uh, I used to be his uh, supervisor um, when we worked together before, and then I started a new job, and he was the fry cook, and I was the ex- food expediter, and he was always harassing me all the time, and like saying that I'm like one chick he'd lay out, no problem, not feel bad about it, and um, he just always constantly harassed me, and, th- and then the managers would always, um, how do you say, um, egg it on. They'd be like, you better not mess with her, she'll knock you out, you know, and so by the time I had enough, it was like me and you outside, he's like, I've been waiting for this day, so we went outside, and I, I got my he had no problem here. Yeah, no problem. He hit me three times. Wow. But what were you were you training back then? Um, I thought that if I could get inside on him, that he would get choked out for sure. I was training, so I was very cocky. That's why I took the fight with you. Him. You, you, you had pro fights before? No, no. But I didn't take into account his his size, his length, his reach, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, once and I get has, my hand has, wrapped has he fought before? Too. This guy was he training? No, no, no. He just had like mental issues, obviously. But this is one isolated incident, and uh, yeah. But I really thought that I was gonna beat a man. Right then and there. But he doesn't stand for all men. Is it? No, he doesn't because I really think I could take some men. That's why I'm saying I'm half and half on the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I could kick your ass, Adam. Uh, maybe. I would like to see that. Uh, probably in an MMA fight. In, 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 a, in a wrestling match. I, Let's go I, in a wrestling grappling match. match to a grappling match. No, I've taken seven classes in, in grappling. She trains every That's day. Not, no, Adam, we're doing it. I'm injured, you guys. I'm, I'm trying to come we're, back. We're doing I, it. Thank we're, you. That's, we're like, doing it. that's how I got into the first no way. The guy no way. I'm only going to do, on, do what I've actually trained in. Adam, you wrestled. Come on. I, I, so I, I, no, she, this girl's... No, I'm... Shut just, up. I'm getting my ass kicked, <laughs> dick. <laughs> what is that going to prove? I, I, I was going to say it was going to be a good match, but Adam... Oh, thank right. you. Uh, not, there's no winning in that situation. Why not? Because if, if, if I beat her... Uh, you beat up a girl. I beat up you a girl, uh, and if I lose, I lose to a you, girl, and it's gonna be on film. And then I'm gonna she's get an elite taunted. Pro athlete. Yeah, exactly. So this, that's this, why. Uh, g- give I me like, a, give me three years to train. Three. Give me, th- give me three years. Nope. I, I, I will only do it with a three-year training camp. Hundred dollars. You gotta do it. Hundred, hundred dollars. I'll give you hundred dollars. You just want to see my. What kind of friend are you? This is like the worst friend ever. No, the last time a guy got like threatened. The one thing if I was talking shit saying I could be a girl, you're fucking, you're putting me into the situation. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> Two hundred dollars to to fight Juliana. Naked. Grappling, wanna... grappling. <laughs> no, not fight. Grappling, Na- grappling. I, I don't, I don't, I don't grapple. Like, give me some. I'd, I'd have to train. No, it's now or never. Two hundred. Take it or leave it. Naked. No. Uh, Naked. <laughs> No. Compression maybe, but not naked. That's uh, no, gonna take a lot more than two hundred dollars. I'd rather make Juliana laugh. And, and I like right. to laugh. And, 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 and take her. On, <laughs> I'd rather take her on a date than grapple with her. And then, and like, then what? I'm can, nervous. I get smaller <laughs> when I'm nervous. It's cold can, in here. No, I get smaller when I'm nervous. You're, you're, no, you're, you're, kidding. A, you're a douche. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Give me my ass kicked by a chick I'm trying to bang. Listen, all I right. Just, so, uh, I was trying to set up a, a grappling match. A grappling match. A grappling match. Yes. I'd much rather hump her. I'm a fuck that, dude. 
I, yeah, but a, seriously, I mean, like, if if it was Ronda versus Gay Guard, yes, in the cage, what's gonna happen? It's well, the guy outweighs her by 50, thirty pounds. Uh, what one thirty? Yeah. What one forty-five to He's one? He's a lot bigger than she. Huge yeah. guy who's also at the top of his game. Uh, I don't know. Anytime I hear about like men versus Ronda Rousey, they're always like, "I'll throw that chick on her head and tell her to make me a sandwich," you know, because he's a man. What? Wait, what? What men are you talking to? Like Pacific you, Northwest men that like chop down lumber and stuff all the time. I, like, I, I I like Ronda in that in those against those guys, but against UFC fighters, yeah, they're gonna yeah. beat Ronda Rousey. Anyway, we gotta go. We go. Oh, this is actually. Thank you for trying to get my ass kicked by uh, Captain Cockblocker over here. All right, so <laughs> now. Where can people find uh, you, Jake, T-Rex? I am Ellenberger MMA on Twitter or Instagram. I'm Todd Rex on Facebook and Twitter. I am at Venezuelan Vixen on all social media. I'm at MMA Roasted and at Adam Comedian. Uh, you will find me and Juliana rolling around uh, somewhere at a gym near you. In his dreams. In, in my dreams, that's true. Thank you, uh, Fox Sports. Thank you, DJ Thanks, Trope. DJ. Thank, Thank you, you DJ. Thank you, Matt Hughes. Thank you, Vic Kruchik, for coming on the show. Uh, and we'll see you next week.